Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Manny Project Podcast. On this week's episode, I will introduce to you Colleen Beasley. I've only known her for the last couple of years, but for the limited time that I did know her, she's pretty intense. She gets after it. She's working hard. She works hard at the gym. She lifts. She grinds. And she's a pretty damn good soccer player. So uh, without further ado, here's Colleen. All right. Well, welcome to the Manny Project, Colleen. Welcome to my house. Welcome to my basement. Uh, it has been a very, very long time since I've seen you. So uh, again, welcome to my house. Thanks. Uh, long time. I've I haven't seen you in how long? Maybe since the last time you left national, or did I leave? Did you, I leave? You left before I left. <clears throat> so that was probably like I think it might have been like three years now. Might have been close to three years. Yeah, two three years. Yeah, might have been yeah. close. Yeah. So um, welcome. <clears throat> the reason why I brought you here is obviously because I know there's a lot of uh, things that you do in your life that obviously applies to what we're going to try to talk about. Uh, but for people that don't know who Colleen is, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us about uh, some of your interests, things that you like, things you don't like. Just anything about yourself. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> I work in uh, pharma. Cool. So I work for a pharmaceutical company. I'm a portfolio management forecaster. Uh, I play pretty high level soccer. Oh, shit. She found you. <laughs> Hello. Ella. She's like, whose voice is that? I know. I know. She found you. She found you. This is what she does all the time, though. Ella. You gonna be a good girl? Good girl. You wanna come up here? No. She's like, no. No, no, she doesn't. She <laughs> likes strangers. I know. I was gonna say, she, she's like, I know you. She loves strangers. And she smells like outside, so. Yeah. <laughs> good girl. Do you like butt taps? She likes anything but. Ella, can you sit down? Good girl. She's not gonna stay there though. We're gonna we're gonna try to actually make her stay there, but she's not gonna stay there. And off she goes. <clears throat> she gets pretty aggressive when she wants to play, so okay. I'm gonna keep her away from playing. Okay. Um, but yeah, sorry, pharma. Yeah. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So yeah, I work in pharma. <laughs> I have a degree in kin, a master's in business. What else do I do? I play soccer go to the gym a lot. I started working out probably in like 2014 and then till now. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it about me. Gym, soccer, work. So you've obviously, obviously been playing soccer for a very long time. Yeah, I started playing when I was like six. Yeah. Did your parents just kind of throw you into it, you think? Or you just, you think you picked it up yourself? So like my sister started playing, like my sister, was, my older sister, sorry, was like always playing. And then I guess I saw her and they're like, do you want to play too? And I'm like six years old. So I'm like, yeah. Did one. you start off like Timbit soccer? Like the typical? Yeah, like Richmond Hill Soccer Club, like house league. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then obviously you started going to a gym more recently. So yeah. as of 2014, you said that's kind of when it maybe took your soccer to a different level, I guess, maybe? Or what What do you think the gym, what made you interested in the gym? Well, honestly, I hated the gym, if I'll be <laughs> completely honest. I thought it was like, the stupidest concept. I th it reminds me of like, like hamsters in like a cage, like on the like, on the wheel? wheel? Yeah. Just like, going over and over and over yeah, again? Yeah, that's, that's that was my concept at the time of the gym. Yeah. And like, uh when you go to like varsity soccer university they make you go to the gym <laughs> and i would literally skip lifts and stuff like that and like i would get in trouble for it and i had this one trainer uh that would make us do suicides if we didn't like do our lift so like we we're at practice like running suicides and then it came to the point where i was like the only one on my team doing suicides and i'm like i look like a clown right now so I started going <laughs> the only to the one gym. doing punishment yeah i'm like yeah. i look like an idiot right now so i'll just go to the gym and i start going and then you, when you see your first like like two percent gains you're like oh my god and then i just got addicted from then of course <laughs> 
So what made you, other than the fact that you were like getting punished like day after day, I guess. Yeah. Was there anything else that you liked about the gym or was it all just like, this is stupid. This is a hamster wheel. Like, why am I here? Yeah. Like I thought it was like, I thought it was like a thing for like people who weren't good at sports to do. <laughs> like if you had a sport, like you're like, I saw, like, I know like pro athletes and stuff like that, like lift for their sport. But in my brain, it's like, <clears throat> it's not really going to make you a better technical player. And for me in soccer, like I think more about technical, not like as an athletic person like run faster push people harder okay for me i'm more focused on like technique and stuff like that which is ironic because most people identify me as like a athletic player rather than like a technical player okay but that was like my thought process of it and then it did help my game though like it made me stronger and faster which overall helped my game of course but i don't think like going to the gym is gonna make you the best player like you know what i mean like when you think of like some of the top soccer players you don't think of like athleticism unless you're like ronaldo but other than that, yeah. Yeah, but those guys are like the top 1%, top yeah. 0.2%. Like, yeah. those guys don't happen all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have obviously uh, been a gym rat yourself. I know that you are uh, constantly at the gym all the time, like literally all the time. Yeah. Um, would you, I guess, what would be the big thing that you did for soccer that you did training-wise? Has there been anything specific that your trainers make you do? Like, is there something that they ask you to do specifically? Or is it more of just, like, go get some workout in? No, they give us, like, a strict, like, plan. Well, when I was back when I was playing varsity, they give you, like, a strict plan. Most of it's, like, like hip strength and, like, hamstring strength, stuff like that to, like, prevent injuries. It's more for preventing injuries, I find, like, a lot of exercises. And then they do, like, a lot of explosive exercises, like box jumps and stuff like that. And then you do some, you know, the curve treadmill, I forgot what it's called, the wood yeah it's like the wood treadmill yeah yeah so they do a lot of those because like they want to train your sprinting and stuff like that but like for soccer like even that like soccer running training is more like to become the best soccer player in terms of like fitness wise or running it's about training the like the recovery time between switch sprints right yep it's not really training like how long you can run and stuff like that yeah <laughs> she's all up in it yeah she loves people <laughs> Yeah, so you talked about running, and I know running is a big topic I'm going to always talk about because it's something that's kind of close to me. Yeah. But uh, you talked about intervals that they used for, obviously, for soccer. And for soccer, obviously, you need a big gas tank. Like, it's not like it's a 15-minute sport. Yeah. You guys are on the field for the full 90 all the time, give or take? Yeah, yeah. Like, most players get subbed, like, 60 minutes, 70 minutes. Like, but there are, play- like, core players in the field that get in the 90. But, yeah. Yeah. Depends on your position, stuff like that. So how do you find that they kind of alter the training based on, like, the needs? So, like, you yourself, do they play around with your timing on the treadmill or on that wood mill? Or, like, what do you, what do you find that they try to do with you specifically? I mean, for, like, all soccer players, kind of all the same. It, again, it's, like, soccer is a game of, like, it's, like a, it's a game of short little games. So, like, you'll do a hard sprint and then you'll recover. And it's, like, by the time you recover, you need to be good enough again for that next sprint or the next play when the ball comes back to you. And it's not about like training like long distance or whatever. It's just about training that recovery time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And how do you find yourself recovering well from like those types of workouts? Do you do anything specific yourself or like what do you, uh, what do you guys try to practice? Like, if anything. I don't know. Like honestly, like my running right now is totally crap right now just because <laughs> of COVID and all that. Like it's, I find it so hard to train on your own when it comes to like interval running and sprinting. It's like when you're in, in a team environment you're like pushing against someone else but like when i'm by myself like training like on a clock with like a stopwatch or whatever it's like this is the most boring crap (laughs) my entire life like i hate running yeah 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 have you uh trained with your boyfriend i guess yeah when (laughs) during like covid we're doing this like sprint i don't even know what he was trying to get me to do it was like 
we do like 5k run and like it'd be like one kilometer like high high pace like trying to get under like 45 seconds or something like that okay and then you you would rest until his heart rate was at like a resting point again and then we would go again so again just train that recovery time between runs okay but yeah i honestly hated that i was honestly like I just can't run. I hate running. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably run too much in the game anyway. So yeah. it's like, it's not that you want to run off a field. You already do your running on the field too, right? Yeah. Like, well, I love like, like I will run until my legs fall off in a game. But when it comes to like running off a field and just like, like on the, like with music or whatever and like zoning, out, I just find it so boring, like so boring. Of like course. I'd rather just go to the gym and like lift. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, speaking of that, so I know we're kind of like jumping all over the board and we're kind of talking a little about gym. So yeah. do you notice that when you lift and you probably don't run, do you notice any differences in your body in soccer? Uh, well, yeah, like you have to be able, you have to have that cardio aspect yeah. to play soccer, like definitely. But I would sometimes like, even if I lift too much and I try and play, like sometimes my muscles get sore. Like it's, I have, to, I have like that fine line of balance now of like how much to lift if I know I have like practice or a game coming up. Cause like to like manage the soreness and stuff like that yeah. like i don't want to overexert myself like even like last summer like i was going hard in the gym like in the preseason coming up before my season and then i was I, I just didn't balance it properly so like we were training like almost every day and i was lifting still and then like the first game like 60 minutes in my hamstring like exploded on the field like it really popped on the field yeah. it's just because i wasn't recovering it you know what i mean and i felt yeah. it getting strained and i was like oh let's play through it and then you know i didn't even like i literally pivoted and then i just like jerked it and i felt my hamstring go and i was like <laughs> you know what i kind of knew it was gonna happen so yeah but yeah did you hear the pop or like what was it like it felt i felt the pop it wasn't yeah. too bad i was only out for like two three weeks okay. probably took like four but like i pushed it but it is what it is and honestly the benefit of being young is obviously you can injure yourself and you can be back on the field like tomorrow yeah like it's not something you have to probably worry about if you thought about it as four weeks it's probably not four weeks it's more like three because you're so yeah. active yeah and like it was definitely a lesson <laughs> learned it's like now i'm like way more conscientious like i can like you can like feel your body after a while you're just like you can feel the warning signs coming so you know to like <laughs> chill out a bit or like recover a bit yeah yeah what was a big warning sign just the the straining of the the, the hamstring tightness, the tightness yeah. it gets real tight and like I, <laughs> as i'm getting older man i'm feeling it more like it starts to get like after like some practices or games i'm like holy like it's like a new pain point for me i guess it's funny you say when you get older so do you notice that there has been like a change in your body as like the years have come on like what what's the big change that you notice as you get older let's call it because i know you're not old yeah. like the snapback is nice <laughs> quick like like when i was like <clears throat> like 20 to like 23 i could eat like crap drink like cra like crap and then like work out a few days and i'm back and yeah, then yeah. now it's like no you it's gonna take a few weeks like it's not it's not as quick it's not as quick yeah, yeah. um so if you don't mind me asking, I know I'm not supposed to ask this question. How old are you again? 26. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I'm not supposed to ask a question, I know. But uh, so you obviously played varsity level soccer. Yeah. Tell, and I don't know anything about the soccer world. So you might have to educate me on this. What is the level of soccer that you're playing right now? And like, how is that relative to like post-school soccer? Like, Okay, so I play League One Ontario, which is like, I don't even know how we're supposed to categorize ourselves. Okay, so it's like we have varsity players who play with us. We have people who played pro and came back who play with us yep. and like people who just never played pro but finished like school, school like i did so like my category <clears throat> play there so it's kind of like the top tier for women in ontario okay and the next level would be to go pro or ncaa but a lot of players do go pro after okay and it's just like that middle ground between 
pro casual and yeah like, okay exactly because like realistically like women's soccer like there's not much <laughs> money in it but a lot of people still want to play at that high level and have a career so it kind of like facilitates that so just okay a category of like high performance soccer okay for women yeah is there a lot of teams a lot of interest like how many how many women are on the, out on the field like what's oh. the what's it like so it's like um i don't even know how many teams you have i think we have like 12 or 14 now but it's like it, it's a you train a pool so you have like women the age cap can go whatever like there's girls who are like 35 in my league or like, okay. like yep. 16 in my league i think the cutoff now is 16 so like you train as a pool so like depending on your club like my club for example we train with like oh fours all the way up okay so like we all train together so that can be like 40 players on the field at a time got it and then you get like split up into little groups and you're trained together and stuff like that but when it comes to like game day it's like only 18 people are going to make that roster so like okay. the top of that group make okay. that roster and like actually play in the games and then what do you do with like the other 22 that like would join the practice or there's other leagues they play in so like okay we train as a pool because it's like technically considered like high performance and then you have like girls who are like u18 and 17 who can play in their actual team leagues okay and then they have uh u21s and they can play in that league and there's a reserve league as well now okay that's new that they can play into so so, yeah. so you guys all kind of more or less just train together but then you guys all have your own separate teams that you'd rather like play with I pretty guess. much but then you can bounce around between depending on your, like, your skill level. So if there's, like, some kid who's, like, U17 who's amazing, she can come up to, like, the top team, which is considered the League One team, and, like, come okay. play in our games and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, do you notice that there's a lot of players, like, moving, like, up and down, or is it, like, more or less this is your team and that's where you're going to stay kind of deal? Uh, I think more or less. It's, like, you kind of know by, like, the first three games, like, where you stay, but okay. there is a good, healthy amount of movement. Like, I think if you're moving too much, it's not healthy, right? Because you want to like have that like chemistry with your players on the field but there's like a good amount so like younger players get that experience of playing at the upper level and stuff like that but they okay. don't get killed at the upper level so they can go back down and like still build their confidence you know what i mean sure yeah so it's kind of like a farm system i guess so basically, it's like yeah. okay cool cool basically yeah um so how long have you been playing with the league for uh i think like five years now okay coming at five years. if we played this season it would have been five <laughs> If you played this season. Yeah. So I know you're playing soccer now and you're doing some sort of coaching. So what are you yeah. doing? Like, what are you up to now to keep yourself busy? Or are you guys training together? Or like, what, what's what's happening soccer-wise for you this year? Yeah, we're, we're back to training now. I think this is like our for like fourth week or fifth week. Like, okay. full training. So it's like all of us back on the field. It's like okay. kind of like almost... It's pretty much back to normal, cool. I would say. Like, some stipulations where like you get your temperature checked before you go on the field <laughs> and stuff like that. But Do like, they have the guns yeah. on you guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you guys are more or less back to speed? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you coaching, you said that as well? Yeah, I still coach, yeah. Okay. So are you like what kind of soccer are you coaching as well? I do oh eight girls and oh seven girls. Okay. Yeah, so they're they're rep players, like They're good. Yeah, they're good. They're good. So how do you even like divvy up time to like find something for yourself to like either work out, go to the gym, like are you like piecemeal your schedule? Like what <laughs> like what's your what's your day like? What's so, a typical week for you? So my typical week. So I work every day at my full time job. <laughs> like uh eight eight to four. And then I'll go coach on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. So, like, Tuesday, Thursdays, I coach from, like, uh, 6 to 7.30-ish. Okay. So then my practices are always at 9 o'clock at night. So I have that. And I practice Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 o'clock. So, like, Tuesday, Thursday is pretty much my soccer days. Okay. Like, I go to coach and then I go train. And then Monday, Wednesday, I'll go to the gym and lift, which I'm going to do right after this. <laughs> and then uh Fridays. Which, by the way, thank you for coming in. <laughs> no problem. And then Fridays, I coach as well. No, sorry, not coach. I practice, but it's a little earlier. I finish up at like 6, so my Friday evenings are free. And then Saturday afternoons, I coach again. And then that's pretty much it. It's not too bad. 
do you find that the girls that you're coaching, are they into games as well? Or is it more just like kind of practices and getting everybody like back into speed? Uh, the younger kids are like under, like the ones I coach are under like more strict rules right now still than mm. like my age group. Yeah. Just because like they're kids, right? But I think they're <clears> missing <throat> a lot. They're missing the games a lot. Like we, they don't have any like season coming up this year at all or anything. So we try to like incorporate games to them, keep them interested. Cause like when you're that young, like you're there to play a game, like training is not fun for some of them. Yeah. So like yeah. you got to bring back that game aspect. Yeah. Of course. It's like all the kids that are missing sports right now, basically. So like yeah. obviously I come from the baseball world Yeah. and all of those kids that I even talk to, like obviously I'm still at the store, Yeah. but all the kids that come in, they're like, Oh yeah, we're just having like active practice. I'm like, what the hell is active practice? Like, I've never had active practice in my life. I've either yeah. played a game or I've been practicing. Like, it's one or the other. Yeah. So do you find that it's hard to keep those kids more or less, like, excited about okay. it? Or are they just they're I, just kind of more blah? When we did, like, phase one, it was kind of whack because, like, you couldn't even make <laughs> contact. Like, it was literally, like, dribbling through cones and, like, you would do, like, like games, but you couldn't actually touch the person. So it was, <laughs> it was whack. So, like, I think during that time, it was harder to get kids into it. But like now it's you can make tackles you can have small sided games within your team so like it's still there so i think it's better now do you find that they're limiting kids is that the rule like in your organization or is that what like the re recommendation is or like what is it right now like for baseball it's like 50 people in a, like a bubble yeah i can't remember the exact rule it's, it's like i think it's like 18 players per quarter field or something like that which oh, is man. which isn't that's bad. a lot though isn't it yeah it is it's yeah like 40, okay you can fit 40 on like a half almost. i was gonna say yeah so it's not bad <laughs> Yeah. So kids haven't had a problem with it, obviously. No, like some parents get like a, a little nervous, obviously. So like we have, when we go to my, train my kids, there's like 30 or something like kids that I train when I coach. Okay. So like we like split them off into smaller groups and then like each coach gets a group. So I'll have like 10 kids at a time really. Okay. But yeah. Cool. Do you look forward to this year? Like you're obviously in full speed yourself. Yeah. Like uh, so how many games have you got under your belt? What's it looking like this year for you guys? Or Honestly, it's all up in the air. Like. Oh, really? Sometimes they're like, oh, we might have a season like in September. And other people are saying we might not. It depends on like the provincial. If we go into phase, I think three. Or open. I don't even know what phase we're in anymore, honestly. I figured you <laughs> would know the phases better than I would. Because no. you're kind of on the back end of it. You know? Honestly, they just tell me what to do. Show up, Colleen. I'll show up. Like, <laughs> like tell me what to do. Tell me what I can't do. And I'm there. Like, yeah. yeah. So how many people do you think that you play with? are treating it just like you like just as seriously so you're obviously still training you're still running how many people not yeah. to call it any teammates but how many people do you find are like like on board and training and ready to go uh like oh. to start playing a season yeah if like, let's say drop the season in like first week of september uh honestly <laughs> i don't think very many of us are ready to go like <laughs> being off for five months is a long time and then yeah. getting back into it and stuff like that and it being so far removed from playing an actual like 11 v 11 game like it's kind of nerve-wracking like you won't know you're ready until you get there kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? What about even if they had like a shortened game? Is that like even a possibility just to like... Like time-wise shorten? Yeah, just to make it like not necessarily safer, but to like protect the players. Because obviously you're not ready. Like you may not be ready right now, but if you have to start in two weeks, you got to start in two weeks. Uh, no, that's kind of whack. Shorten <laughs> the game? No. <laughs> really? I just no. I thought it would be a way to save the player. No, like just sub the player out then. That's the case. And okay. the way like sports is, like if you're not ready, you're not ready. We'll put someone else on the field. There's 40 other players who want your spot. True. At the end of the day. So how many uh, players do you guys roster? Do you roster all 40 and you just call them up as you need to? No. Like you said? Uh, I don't know how many roster. I think there's a there's a roster cap, but it's like, I don't even know how many it is. But I know you can like, within your club, you can pull players up. So okay. 
there's lots of girls who will take your spot if you're not ready. It's honestly really shocking that the pool of soccer players or women's soccer players is that big. It's not really though, because if you really think about it, it's like five age groups smashed together. You know it is mean? five age groups, but at the same time, like if you limit, you know, 16 year olds at the base yeah. and you have that pool of 16 to plus, 16 yeah. plus basically. I mean, it is a big pool, but at least you get a variety of amount of girls that are coming in at least, right? Yeah, but like the younger ones, like a lot of them aren't ready for that level yet. If you think about it, like you're thinking about 16 to like a 26 year old, that's a huge, that's like, that's 10 years of like development, you know what I mean? So yeah. like the skill gap is massive for like yeah. those players. And I think like, the thing, good thing about this league is like now it gives opportunity for like players like my age to play. Like back in the day, like older players would just finish university and like, that's it. It'd be done. It'd be done because they're like, <laughs> there's no like platform to them play on. Of course. So now that they have this and it's like five years going, a lot of older players are starting to like stick around, which is good because then it keeps the competition high. Of course. And then like, even if those like younger 17 or 18 year olds decide to come up and play with us or can play with us, it keeps that competition there for them so they get better. Yeah. And it just like develops everyone. Yeah. And it has like a churning system of players that are always available. So like those exactly. 16, 17, 18 year olds, if they can't make pro, like at least they know that there's somewhere that they can play that's competitive exactly. and they can still enjoy the game, right? Exactly. Like I feel like a lot of people like even after varsity and stuff like that, they quit just because it's like when you play at such a high level and then after you come back and it's like wreck, you're like, what the <laughs> hell is this crap? Like, What am I doing here? It's not fun. You feel like it's not like the level you're used to. And like, and people are like, oh, just play for fun. It's like, well, this level is not fun for me. Like it's not <laughs> fun for me. Yeah. So have you ever played for fun? And what's that like? Is it like strenuous? Oh my God, no, like I can't like... <laughs> When I do, like, like in the winter, there's no, like, high-level winter league. So you pretty much play, like, rec. Like, you go to, like, some random facility and you're playing. And, yeah. like, if you're playing with your friends, it's fun because you're joking around and stuff. But, like, if you're a competitive person, which I kind of am, like, it's fun and, yeah, we're laughing. But at the same time, like, this is such, like, I don't like craft soccer. Like, it bothers <laughs> me. Like, it's not fun. The funny thing is, uh, so you guys may not know Colleen a ton. I don't know Colleen a ton as well. But she's, like, from day one that I ever met you. In fact, I didn't even know you this time. I visited Concord when I wasn't an employee there. Yeah. And uh, I think I saw you working in like soft goods or something like that. And I saw you and I was like, Jesus Christ, she's fucking intense. <laughs> like to a good thing. Like there's yeah, yeah. there's people that take it seriously, but yeah. like you were intense. And I was like, okay, I, I kind of get this. I kind of appreciate it. Yeah. She's got to be an athlete. But yeah. I didn't talk to you at that time. And then I think I met you like a year afterwards or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, you're still fucking intense. <laughs> So it's it's obviously a good thing that you have that edge. Yeah. Um, do you find that competition kind of brings that out in you or is it more of just like that's kind of ingrained in you just like, no. not necessarily take it seriously, but like you want to do good? Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I put in like, like every aspect <laughs> of my life, to be honest, like comes to work, like I take everything I do, I do have a purpose. Like if, like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability and take it seriously or, or like just don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've it, always been like that. I okay. Think, yeah, maybe it's because I'm Asian. I don't know. <laughs> is there um, <laughs> a specific athlete that you kind of like adopt that from? Like maybe like a little bit further back or more currently? Uh, not really, to be honest. Like I just something like, like I said, like I'm just the type of person. Like it just bo like it bothers me if I was to do something and I half-assed it and then I failed at it and it's like I didn't even try. Like what's wrong with you? Like what if? And I hate that thought process of like, oh, if I did try, like I could have succeeded. It's like, well, you should just. Do, just try like you know what I mean just try your best always yeah and if you fail then you fail for whatever reason and just figure it out from there but like I don't want to ever have that excuse of like oh I just I, did, I didn't, didn't yeah I didn't like I don't even care in. about it like, I hate when people say that it's like oh they fail and they're like oh I don't even care about it it's like then why do you even bother why do you waste your time <laughs> yeah. was there something that you failed at that kind of like got you really pissed ever yeah man like not failed okay so that's okay failure is fine so it kind of goes happen. back to like soccer so I was like a starter in my first year like 
I was like 17 years old, first year started. All I did was drink and party, whatever. <laughs> Didn't really care about the season. Well, I did care. That's a lie. I did care then. And then second year came and like I fell off, obviously, because all I did was party and drink. So I became a crap soccer player. Yeah. Got all my playing time taken away. And it was like, well, and then I had that mindset like, oh, I didn't even try. Like, whatever. If I tried, I could get it. And then like third year came and I saw my minutes like deplete even more. <laughs> So I was like, hey, you know what? Like, Was it like like performance-based or was it just because like you weren't ready or like... Performance-based. Like I played like crap because I didn't take training seriously. Yeah. I wasn't taking care of my body. I was just out partying, doing whatever <clears throat> I wanted. Like I wasn't focused. So then like I came to like fourth year and I was like, okay, I need like... You come to this practice. In my head, it doesn't make sense. Like when you're a varsity athlete, you spend like literally like half your life on the field like you train yeah. every single day yeah. like you're going to bed late like you're traveling for all these games and i'm like why the hell am i wasting all the time <laughs> doing this crap if i'm not even taking it seriously yeah like, what a waste of my time so i'm like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it so then like fourth fifth year i went hard and then ever since then i just kind of had that mindset it's like don't waste my time like you have so much limited time in life like don't waste it yeah yeah um i had a somewhat of a funny story as well too maybe not so funny as as like falling off but i, I kind of had a fall off yeah in my um so I played basketball yeah. before I blew up my knee. Um, I was pretty good. I wasn't like the best player ever. Uh, but basically one year, like very similar to you, like I wasn't necessarily partying and like out clubbing or like having fun like that, but yeah. I just didn't take it seriously. So that year I noticed that the coach was giving more playing time to like some of the other guys. And I was like, the fuck? Like I'm just as good. I can hit that shot. Like I can make the pass, like just put me in. And that year I got booted. Like I got... I got what I deserved, basically. Like, I got enough playing time, but I didn't get, like, all the playing time. Yeah. Then the next summer, I took it seriously, like, dedicated myself to, like, running, making sure my cardio was up. And, like, by the time tryouts came out, like, I was, like, I was ready for this. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just funny because all it takes is, like, that one little step back. And maybe it is the Asian in both of us, but, like, I kind of take a lot of things seriously. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I got my putter here kind of deal. Like, I'll, like, wash up my golf clubs, but, yeah. like... This is what happens when you get old, you know? Yeah. You can't play soccer, you can't play basketball anymore. You got to get you got to pick up something like golf. <laughs> Have you picked up anything else uh, during COVID? I tried soccer golf once. That's pretty fun. <laughs> nice. Where'd I, you go? Uh, where did I I don't even know. I went to Kettle Creek, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that was where you're going to go. Yeah. I went and? with some friends. I went with some friends. It's fun. Like Was it weird? Uh honestly, like I didn't realize how hard the short game would be cuz like in soccer, like Really? Yeah, honestly, it's like How long are the holes though? They're pretty far, but we can hit that. Like you would I know hit, you can yeah. kick it, but like they're not that long. I, like no. I've I golf close to Kettle Creek. I don't know yeah. what it is, but I honestly couldn't even measure the distance for you. But it's not that far. It honestly, is all the short game, which is shocking because like in soccer, like the short pass is easy to make. Yeah. So like all of us were like shocked that it was like the short game that we were struggling so hard on. It was is it funny. because of like the slants and like the yeah, the reeds and the bunkers and yeah, such? Yeah, it's definitely like like the slants and like the the grass is pretty like sketchy and like the way the, the <laughs> circle thing was it had like an edge on it like like like, like a lip coming up yeah so like it would okay. screw up your ball and like there was holes where like some girls were going like four in a row like literally like less than a meter away missing the, the hole and like really? you, have, you have to weight it properly yeah how big is a hole though like bigger than the soccer ball like in the circle and so it oh really i figured yeah. it was like a lot bigger to be honest i thought it was like the size of like the almost this table no it's like pretty like it's like how big is the di the diameter between a golf ball and a normal hole? Uh, not much. So it's maybe like two balls, maybe maybe three balls width. No, not even two balls, maybe. Like yeah. if you put two golf balls beside each other, that's about the size of a hole. Oh, it's smaller than that then. <laughs> yeah, way smaller. It's like you could like fit a ball in and maybe like four centimeters around the side. Okay. So yeah, it's just pretty snug. When did you go? Uh, I don't know, like three weeks ago, four was weeks it, ago. Was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. I would do it again. I'd okay. definitely do it again. How much did they charge you? Like 20 bucks. 
And did you go? You, I know. I know what Kettle Creek is. Was it like wet and damp, or was no, it like it was that time when it was like all dry and like yeah, everything was, was dead? The, yeah, it was during the dry time. Yeah. 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 It was a hot day that day, actually, like really hot. Cool. Anything else you do during COVID? So I know um, this is obviously a little more health, fitness, exercise based. What did you uh, during COVID exercise wise to kind of keep yourself like busy or occupied? Ugh, honestly, I hated COVID time because I hate at home workouts. Like I'm the person like I need weights. Like I I cannot work like body weight workouts are just not it for me. Like I'll no. do it because I know I need to like keep up something. But like it's just not it for me. Like it's just I don't feel like satisfactory. Like yeah. that's just the way I am personally. Some people I know like love body weight workouts. It's not for me. Like I some of my friends who play like <clears> still <throat> in school, they would send me like their team workouts. So I would just steal those because I honestly have not could name you like two times before covid where i did at home like body weight workout it's just not me like i'm okay. always like lifting so like i really was like oh crap for that gym like i don't know what the hell i'm doing so my friends like would send me stuff like circuits <laughs> and stuff like that i did um like in sandy max like 30 minutes or whatever for okay. a bit i did it for like a month and a bit with my boyfriend that one was pretty hard like but after a while even that kind of got like like a little boring a little boring like yeah. dragged out it's whatever like now that i'm back in the gym though i'm really happy like <laughs> I don't know why I thought the first day back in the gym I could lift the same as I did oh, five man. months ago. <laughs> like, I literally did, like, like, I just threw the plates on, and, like, the next day I was like, I'm an idiot. Like, what did you try to do? What was the first thing you tried to do to, like, think that you were back to normal, but you weren't? Oh, squats. Like, yeah, squats. <laughs> 100%. Like, threw the weights on. I was like, let's go. And then I was like, oh. Like, shaking on the way down on the first, like, rep. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Do you normally just do, like, standard box, like, over-the-shoulder squats? Do you do front squats? Do you do a variety? Do you, like, hack squats? Like, what do you normally do? Honestly, I've tried front squats before. Was not it for me. Like, the resting on the shoulder and, like, the whatever. Like, yeah. I just couldn't figure it out. So, yeah. I was just like, screw it. So, I started doing, like, just normal back squats. Okay. I, sometimes I add a resistant band. Nothing special. Okay. Do you do anything, like, like, I know you just said nothing special, but do you, like, add bands to, this, like, the actual bar itself or, like... No, just around my, like, knees or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really surprised that you would do squats because as a soccer player, do you find that it, like, kind of immobilizes you or it makes you stronger? Uh, I just do for stronger. Well, I don't really do squats for soccer, per se. I do it more <laughs> for, like, other gains. Fair. But, <laughs> fair. That's cool. But, like, hip thrust and stuff like that, I would say for soccer, just because, like, hip strength is for, like, explosive, yeah. like, sprinting and stuff like that. Like, glute strength is, like, the core of sprinting. Yeah. And, like, I'm a winger. And, like, one of my, like, key characteristics of me being a soccer player is my speed. Like, when people talk about me as a player, that's all they mention is my speed. Like, I can't do anything else, apparently. <laughs> but, yeah. Only speed. You could just yeah. run fast. Like, when anyone asks about me, the only thing is, oh, she's fast. And that's it. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, okay, thanks. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Talk about um, soccer and training. Um, so COVID, obviously gyms closed down. I know I'm jumping back to it because yeah. I want to know what you did. But when did the gyms close down for you? Like, how was that as a learning experience? Like, did they close down pretty early for you guys? Or uh, I think they closed down like like oh three days after like Good Life. So whenever the hell that was. Yeah. Yeah. So then. It was right after like March break, I think, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't remember exactly when, but I was kind of like, oh, like I was like in panic mode in my brain. I'm like, I like, I have some weights at home, but like it's like 25 pounds and they're adjustable. Like max weight's 25, so okay. it's not much. And like again, like I was like, I would just like Google workouts. Um, my sister sent me some workouts. I got I just got workouts from friends, and I would modify it as I would go. So yep. like I would do it once and be like, okay, I didn't like this exercise. Like I would just tweak it as I go, and I would just do that. I got I started getting one of those um. What's it called? Tabata? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's called Tabata. It's like an app. Where it's like can, two to one, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can time it and like you can, it's a pretty good app, actually. So like it sets a timer for you. So you're not like fiddling with your phone when yep. you're like trying to do your timing and stuff. So I like that. Cool. 
yeah, I would just all I did was circuits straight up, just circuits, 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 and I wanted to kill myself. So. Did you have any other equipment? I know you said you had adjustable twenty fivers, but like, what else did you have? Do you I have a treadmill, a bike, like anything nothing. to keep yourself. So I just had, <laughs> I had those two dumbbells. Uh, I had resistant bands, like a bunch of them, like okay. the loop ones, and I had the other ones. What's it called? The the long ones. The long ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, the long ones. Did and you do anything with the long ones? Those ones are like freaking phenomenal. Yeah, for arms. Yeah, arms. Honestly, I think my arms got the most jacked during COVID because like. <laughs> I would like focus like all my like body weight exercises are like have like heavily dips arm- yeah you know what I mean like stuff yeah. like that and like I think I'm like an expert at doing burpees now oh like, fuck yeah I hate I burpees. burpees I hate burpees but I'm like good at doing them now like I definitely think I got gains in my arms because like all the workouts that people were sending me to were just like arm focused for some reason of course yeah. but that's like the cosmetic workout that you normally get right so yeah. like were they sending you like Instagram workouts no like <laughs> they were sending you like decent workouts and I would okay. just tweak them yeah okay yeah did you do anything else with the bands because the bands are like really phenomenal not the loop ones like the longer bands with like the handles on them yeah i do like back exercises i do like the tricep ones a lot of shoulder like there's a lot of shoulder ones you can do of course like the biggest thing i was like worried about was like my back like i really like working on my back just because like i have a lot of back pain and stuff like that like i mm. sit on my desk all day <laughs> like so i like i like to like focus on my back like now that i'm back at the gym i already feel better in my back but, good yeah. how does that feel to be like back to work at work? Yeah. No, man, I'm still working from home until, like, next year. <laughs> I swear. I love it. Working from home. I thought you came best. back from the office. Or no, you're just... My home office, man. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I work from home. Cool. Since March. Until Must be nice. January, yeah. So, do you feel that, like, posture-wise, it's kind of, like, changed you a little bit? Or, like, how do you... What do you think? What do you mean? Like, working from home? Yeah, because I know I haven't been working from home. I've been, like, still at the store, like, literally yeah. every day. But the good thing is, like, it's kept me walking. So, like, oh, yeah, at the same yeah. time, I don't feel like I'm doing this, you know? Oh yeah, like honestly, like my home workout setup is like ergonomically crap. Like, mm. like I usually had a monitor at my office, so like it'd be like the proper eye level, and like obviously when you're in your office, they set it up for you to have proper ergonomics and like yeah. a proper chair and stuff. I have a decent desk chair, but like it's just not it for me. And then the, like I don't have my monitor yet either; it's still in my office. I have to go pick it up, and I keep saying that, and it's been like six months, so I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> But I'm just using like my dinky little laptop, so I'm like hunched over on it. But, like, oh man! Yeah, yeah. Once I get my monitor back, I'll be fine. I've been uh, like, like you see this little setup here. It's not quite conducive to like proper posture yeah. whatsoever. Uh, so I like more recently just got a laptop. I just literally picked it up today. I'm trying to like set it up. Yeah. So that I can actually do some of this stuff like outside, and enjoy the weather, as opposed to being stuck in, the in this basement. goddamn yeah, yeah. basement. Yeah, it sucks. Honestly, like workplace ergonomics is like huge for health, and like sometimes I see it with like older people in my office even like. Sometimes, like, you can, like, see people who have been, like, at that 9-to-5 desk job, like, their whole life. You can, like, see, like, with their shoulders, like, roll over and, like, their neck and, like, stuff like that. Like, it adds up. Yeah. So, I definitely always think about ergonomics and I try to, like, you know, like, you're to have your feet planted, you know, your shoulders back. <laughs> like, I try to think about it. Any other suggestions you would have? Because um, I know you've been at that world before. So, like, is there any suggestions for, like, desk workers that, like, need to think about their posture or, like, their ergonomics at their desk? Honestly, like, you just Google it. There's so many. There's, it's pretty standard. Like, you're supposed to have your monitor half is to it, eye level. Is it 90 degrees on the knees? Yeah. Is that what it's supposed to be? You're supposed to sit with your feet flat on the ground. Like, that's, like, the proper okay. like, support for, like, your body. You sit up straight, like... Feet, like back supported by the chair feet flat on the ground okay yeah i don't do that i don't, yeah. definitely don't do that at all and like your elbows should be like have like support so like the shoulder of your chair or whatever yeah they kind of like prop up your arms yeah. a little bit okay your mouse even has like a proper size for your hand so like there's oh, different goodness. mouse sizes even and it's actually like i didn't notice either but like apparently like a lot of people i have small hands so like the average mouse size is okay for me okay because like nowadays they make them really small but for like a lot of men like the mouse is too small for their hand 
Really? It's like it's okay. too small, so you're supposed to have a bigger. It's supposed to be like I don't remember exactly. You can Google it. It's supposed to I would be say it's be like the natural size of your hand as opposed to like that little dinky one that would be like in people's. Yeah, fingers, like right? a lot of people have that now, though, right? And it's like not good for your hand. You get like uh, interesting. Yeah, you get like carpal tunnel and stuff from that stuff. You know what? Actually, so I use this because it's actually what it was given to me. Yeah. But uh, you ever see the one that's USB? That's like miniature. It literally looks like a mouse. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 I love that one. But at the same time, that's probably not a good thing to like. Yeah, like repetitive movement is really bad for you. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so do you do you do anything at home that's like ergonomically correct? Oh my god, I'm so crap. Like I'm so bad. Like I talk, <laughs> like I know everything, and I don't. It's like you know things, and you just don't do it in practice. So like sometimes, like I'll sit on my chair with like my knee up, like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even notice myself do it, and then I like notice, like I'll put my knee down, and it's like half stiff, and I'm like, what the hell did I just do to myself? And like I know it's like wrong, but like sometimes when you're like focused in on your work, you don't even notice like what you're doing with like your back and your shoulders and whatever. You're just focused on what you're doing. So, yeah. Like, you have to be more conscientious about it. That's all you have to do is like, I saw this like thing you can put on your back and it's like a buzzer and I kind of want to okay. get it. It's oh like, man. It, I think I know what it is. Yeah, you put it on your back and it like, it measures like, I don't know what the hell it does, but it measures like when you're not straight or when you're not. When it's you like are. when you're tilting almost. Yeah. And yeah. then it buzzes you. So it just like <laughs> triggers you to like fix your posture. Like a dog? Yeah, literally though. <laughs> but like sometimes you just need that. Like just, all it is is being conscientious because that's what posture is. Like you just got to remember to like, sit up straight yeah put your shoulders back stuff like that before, listen like, yeah. i don't want to be treated like a dog at a desk <laughs> especially if i'm just doing stuff for fun i definitely don't want to be treated like a dog yeah. but does it like stick to your back or like i don't know i've seen commercials where like you just put a, i think it just sticks there or it's like strapped on i don't even know how it works but i, I think i've seen some like dragon's den thing where they like had glasses yeah and there's no lens on it it's literally just like above the eyebrow kind of deal yeah but it's supposed to like detect when you're doing like one of these, like when your forehead's tilting and then like all of a sudden you're going to start coming forward. It'll yeah. like kind of, not necessarily shock you. Like just buzz. But it'll beep. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. beep like at the ears so it can tell you that you're, like you're leaning forward, like just think of your posture, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Because I've seen like other things, like people put those straps now on, like their shoulder straps to yeah. like pull their shoulders back. Those are actually like not good for you because like... Be I figured that would be good for you because it's like, it's kind of opening up the chest yeah. a little bit and also like constricting the back a little bit no? but if you were stretching yeah but people use it to fix their posture oh well, posture yeah, 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 is, yeah your muscles right so you need to have train your actual body to do you can't like train a strap to do it because as soon as you take that strap off what's gonna happen you yeah go back to normal well it's a temporary solution like a lot of things are right just yeah. like i guess like those uh what do you call those the waist trainers oh don't get me started on that crap <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but again, people look for those solutions, right? Because, you know, people may not be like super dedicated into like their health or like into their fitness or even yeah. their posture. Yeah. And they look for those things to help them, right? I don't know, man. Everyone wants that quick fix, but like, it's like everyone wants to be super healthy. They're like, what's the secret? I'm like, yo, eat your vegetables, go for a walk. Like, well, which is why you're here. <laughs> um, I kind of want to dig into the, the gym part because we kind of touched it on it and we walked away from it. So, like, sure. how do you. I know you work out more or less after soccer, after work. Yeah. How often are you at the gym? How long are you at the gym? Do they like now have hour appointments for you guys? Or like what's no, the... No, my gym's sick. Oh, I hate you. walk in whenever you want, man. I hate you. That's why I'm just going whenever I want after this. <laughs> so how, um, what's, what are the hours there? It's uh, body vision, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think it's, uh, I don't even know, 6 a.m. I think till like 11. And then weekends is like 10 to 8. Do they even like clean the shit or like what? Yeah, they do. I've seen, I've seen guys come by and they spray okay. it. But they just spray it and then do they wipe it or they just, I know there's some places that just spray stuff and just let it be. I don't know if they wipe it, but I can't oh, remember. Man. I wasn't really focusing that hard. Like, I, but I've seen people like come out over like often like spraying. Stuff. Is stuff slippery? Because uh, I know that at Good Life, they don't, um, they don't wipe down the bumper plates because again, people touch plates all the time. Yeah. So like, how can you wipe down literally everything? So they'll just put like a basic spray on it. And uh, when they put a basic spray on it, if you're the next person coming up, it could still be wet and it's like just sticky and slimy. 
No, I haven't had that experience, no. <laughs> but I've seen, like, so the people come by and, like, spray it and whatever. And then after you use it, you're supposed to do it as well. Yeah, So, of like, course. I always wipe down my stuff. So, I know I'm good. Okay. Before and after, yeah. So, how long are you there? Now that you get full open range, how long are you there? What are you doing? I, only, your... do, I only do, like, 45 minutes an hour. Like, I don't okay. have time for that. Like, some people go for, like, three hours. Like, what are you doing? Like, I know. how do you have that much time in your day? I know. And that's unsustainable for me. Like, for me, it's, like, 45 minutes an hour. That's all you really need. If you're doing a proper workout that's like efficient and you're like, and taxing you yeah and making you actually sweat and pushing yourself like that's all you need like if you're spending three hours in there you're chilling you're, you're that's social, like that's a social time for you you know yeah. what i mean yeah so like, yeah for me 45 minutes an hour put my headphones on do what i need to do like um like right now on like saturdays no what do i do saturdays and sundays depending on like how tired i am from practice that week or like how my body's feeling i'll do like legs on the saturday or i'll do it on the sunday and then rotate between like arms and legs between okay. those two days monday i'll probably do legs again and then tuesday i train wednesday sometimes i take off depending on how i feel but today i'm feeling nice so i'll do a full body <laughs> and then thursday i go train for soccer friday I train for soccer so i'm not going to the gym okay the funny thing is i remember you telling me at national concord when we were working there yeah i'm not trying to shout at anybody but just trying to like make you remember the, me the memory we were working in shipping one day yeah and there was a day where you told me I can't fucking stand it because there's this like either this one guy that kind of like creeps you. I, I don't know if this was when you were at Body Vision or when you were at uh, Fit for Less. Okay, I can't. Were remember. you at Fit for Less at that time? I was. There was a, a year where I went for Fit for Less, so I might have been Fit for Less at that yeah. time. Yeah. So I remember you telling me that you're you're locked in, like yeah. you've got your headset in, and it's kind of like the sense of like don't fuck with me right now because I'm busy. Yeah. So how often? And I hate to say it, but. It, we're different yeah you're a woman and i'm a guy at a gym like yeah. how often do you find yourself getting creeped on creeped on or distracted by guys at the gym honestly like i've been talked to maybe like once or twice at okay the gym. i think it's because i have like resting bitch face and i'm pretty like <laughs> again you're pretty intense yeah so yeah. like i kind of like that so like people don't talk to me really like i put my headphones on and sometimes the only times people talk to me are when i don't have my headphones on so sometimes like my headphones will die like i have wireless headphones and i'll keep yeah, that yeah. shit on so like people get the clue you know what i mean yeah yeah and like i don't know i just don't have like even when people do talk to me for like a short period of time i'm so short with them i'm just like yeah okay yeah like i'm just not that person like when i'm in the gym like i'll see people i even know and I'll, i will give them like eye contact and a smile but like i don't even take off my headphones to say hi okay. like i'm just that person like i'm there like for me going to the gym is my time like i'm there for 45 minutes an hour like i said like i'm here to focus on me yeah like if i want if i cared enough to talk to you like i would talk to you outside the gym like you know what i mean i you know, honestly <laughs> i fucking love that attitude because again there's so many people that are at the gym like two three hours or four hours at a time yeah but sure for some people it's social time but yeah. i think it's a time that like an athlete or someone like us would like appreciate to be efficient at and like either improve at it yeah in that 45 minutes or not improve at that 45 minutes or you're just yeah. wasting your time right yeah even like at soccer when i'm at practice and like a team setting and stuff like that once in a while we'll do our own fitness on the field and like i'm with my teammates and even then like some teammates will talk on the side of the fitness i'm like yo don't talk to me like i hate when people like try to like have conversations with me and i'm like out of breath like it's not the time. yeah like, <laughs> you're trying to like gasp like get back some of the air yeah. that you just lost and like all of a sudden they're trying to like have a conversation yeah. talk to you about saturday or something like that not even like that they're like oh this is hard I'm like yeah i know like thanks like <laughs> like i don't know yeah. do you find that's a big problem i guess for you at the gym or not really not to be honest like I feel like a lot of guys there, like, are there, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just naive. Like, a lot of guys are there to work out. Like, maybe a few of them are there to creep on girls. Probably a few more <laughs> than I think. But I think probably they stare more than I actually even notice. Like, even when I'm working out, like, I don't even notice people looking at me. Sometimes, like, 
Like, that, that's even yeah. better. That's yeah. even better. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure people are looking, but like I'm not paying attention, like doing yeah. all thing, like, and I'm just like in my own zone. Like sometimes I go train with my boyfriend. Like when we go to the gym, we don't even train together. So we like literally, can't stand him being around. No, we just like do our own thing. Like I don't like the stuff exercises he does. He doesn't like some of the exercises I do. So it's like <laughs> let's just do our own thing, make it simple. You know what I mean? But you guys are both soccer players, so yeah. I figured you guys would be like no, he, tandem workouting, not like couple workout, but yeah. like you know tandem workout. Well, he's a running focused guy. Like he's all about running, like his cardio and his fitness, like in that sense. And I'm all about lifting. So it's like complete mm. polar opposites. Like this guy will go for like. 10k runs i'm like okay. what the hell's wrong with you like i can't do that like i'll do like four and a half and i'm like i'm dead and he'll be gone for like an hour and a half running yeah. I, well again i think it's for you yeah. just on the training aspect you're already running on the field so like yeah. you probably don't want to run on your free time as well yeah um and yes you mentioned earlier that there are some other gains that you know women like to get yeah. which is perfectly fine that's yeah. cool but uh yeah has he is he always a runner and he's always into like running i guess well he's it's not even that he likes running for him and his mindset is like for him to become a better like player right now, it, he, he needs to improve his cardio, and that's like what he focuses on the most. For me, I don't think cardio is like my biggest aspect. I think it's like strength and like power for me, yep. stuff like that. So that's what I focus on. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And at it, the end of the day, like I said before, like like you can go to the gym as much as you want, but like, there's some things that you need to train on the field with the ball to make yourself a better player. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, because you're a speed person, though. Yeah. You mentioned um, that obviously people know you as being speedy. Yeah. I think you have that explosivity that a lot of people don't like really think about. That's yeah. like really important for sport. Yeah. Um, so what's your workout? So I know you mentioned you did Tabata during COVID. Yeah. But do you do like circuits? Do you do hit? Like what do you what do you normally do? Okay, so like an average, I'll, I'll give you like an average like lift for me. Because so, I know you said like you do legs on like a Monday, depending how you feel, you yeah. might do it again second day, but then like. What is that? What does that entail? So like, okay, my upper body day is a joke. I'll be honest, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Some genetically, I think it's just genetic, straight up. Like my arms get cut really easily. Like my okay. shoulders get cut really easily. I don't really need to go hard with that, and I'm happy with the way they are. <laughs> so that's it is what it is. But yeah. like legs, I'm more focused on for sure. Like done like a lot of research on it and stuff like that. Like there's this guy called the glute guy, and he, okay. his I can't remember his real name, but you can literally just Google <laughs> glute guy, and okay. he has like the craziest workouts, and they're researched based workouts. Okay. So like for me, glutes is everything. So because my girl, and because it's good for your running. <laughs> but um, so if I go to the gym, I will always start with like uh like glute activation exercises. So I use my resistance band. Like I'll do side to side, like kind of like five ten minutes, kind of get it loose. Yeah, like good. Like uh, side to side, like lunges or like squats, jump squats, whatever I'm feeling that day. And Frog then, leaps, yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing too long, like five ten minutes. Yeah. Then I'll go straight to like squat rack, pop those weights on, like at least one plate like a 45 plate a little bit more depending on how feeling okay right now i'm back to what's one plate just because of covid <laughs> but um yeah so i'll do that i'll do usually like 12 reps three or four sets depends on my feeling that day and then i'll go to hip thrusts hip okay. thrusts are key for glutes okay so i don't know where this notion came from where like squats is where it's at if you want a butt but for any girl it's hip thrust yeah it's hip thrust for any girl listening hip thrust if you're not doing <laughs> hip thrust you're wasting your freaking time like it's I don't think that's for any girls, to be honest. It's, yeah. it's not only for girls, because yeah. I've actually kind of embraced the world of hip thrust. Yeah. And power-wise has yeah. been like significantly Yo, different for me. Hip thrust is where it's at. If you <laughs> want your ass to burn, hip thrust. So I love hip thrust. I, like I didn't think we were getting into like a, a booty shaping program yeah. here, but I guess we are. But no, I, I totally understand. Yeah, it, yeah. Co Colleen Beasley, a booty shaping program. Hit me up. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, hip thrust is where it's at. I'll do that. Same thing as, squat, uh, as squats, like 12 uh 12, 12 reps okay. three sets and then sometimes i'll toss in like a super set in there so like i'll toss in 
like uh, resistance. I'll put the resistance on my like my thighs, and then I'll just do another hip, like twenty uh, hip thrusts, like with no weight, just okay. to, like just spice it up. Depends on how I'm feeling again, and then. When, uh, next, I always go to the, what's it called? The abductor machine? Yep. Ab and add. This one. Oh, wait. Out. So add. Ab. 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 Ad yeah. is the inners because right? you're adding yeah. and then ab is the outside. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the ab with a B. So I'll do that <laughs> one just because like a lot of girls neglect the, the medius of their glute, like yep. the side. And that's like a, a really good shaking part. So <laughs> tip there. Again, Colleen booty shaping. <laughs> yeah. It's facts though. Because like a lot of girls, they focus squat, 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 hip thrust. And then they forget like... The side is where you get that curve. The round. The round. And yeah, that's yeah. like the really important aspect. The Kardashian round. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I work on that a lot. And then next I'll usually do, um, next I'll usually do like a single leg split squat. Like okay. my leg on the bench. I'll do a jumping one. I do you just doing, do the ab? You don't even do an adductor? No. I don't care about that. <laughs> I really don't. Like I, I do running and stuff like that. It's a, sec- it's a secondary muscle. It's not like a really a primary muscle. Ab- it's a secondary muscle. Abductor. Yeah. Abductor. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. Adductor. Ad- yeah, it's like your what's it called? Medial. Medial. Yeah, the one that you were talking about originally is a lateral. Lateral. Yeah. But you're talking now. It's more the medial. medial. Yeah. And honestly, I pulled that one one time doing the adductor. So like, I never want to touch that machine again. <laughs> Straight up. All right. Yeah. So then, um, I do like the split squat. I do that, and I, uh, I pair it with um, like a single leg. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a single leg deadlift where you like lean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Single leg Full deadlift. extension, like a slight bend on your leg and then you're just going straight down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Do, I pair with that. It just gets a hamstring activation. Like that's really good as well. It helps Also work on some balance as yeah, well too. balance, yeah. And when I'm doing that split squat one, I actually do a jump with it. It's not just okay. like a straight. So it's weighted as well. So I think I use, right now I'm using like 25 pounds. So I'll use 25 pounds at that. Uh, sometimes I'll go to the, uh, what's it called now? The machine with the cables. Rope. Cables. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm forgetting what everything's called. Anyways, I go to cable machine. The, fun, the funny thing is, when you go to the gym, you've probably got a routine where it's like A, B, C, D, and yeah. you're like gone. Yeah. So like you don't have to explain it yeah. to anybody ever yeah. again, exactly. but you know exactly where you're going. Yeah, exactly. Like I literally have a pattern, and like if I see someone in my spot, I'm like, yo, like leave. Anyway, so I go <laughs> to the cable machine, and I'll do the same thing, like a similar. Uh, it's like a similar to the the single leg deadlift, but. It's like I put the cable mid level and I'll like okay. do that same thing. Is it more of a kickback or more of a swing? It's more, it's more of a swing. I can okay. say it's like it's more of like a deadlift exercise, but oh it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pulling yeah. forward, so it's kind of more activation on the hamstring. Like really, it's pretty good in like that. And then, uh, then I'll usually do a circuit at the end. So whatever I'm feeling that day, like I'll do. What did I do the other day? Uh, I did like lunges, jump squats with a band, and then I did uh, hip thrust again, but on the floor. So it's a different level. Yeah. Because before when I was doing my hip thrust, I was doing it on the bench. So okay. like different activation. I'll do that like five times, like like 20 of each. Okay. Yeah. And that's like the kill circuit I do at the end. Like I'll always mix that one up, whatever, whatever I feel like doing that day. And you don't normally do like a 20 minute rundown, cool down, like no. 15 minute bike or anything? I don't do any cool down. I'll stretch from there. Because that circuit's like not heavy weighted, right? For in my brain, yeah, okay. it's like that's cardio you know yeah. what I mean? but i guess it depends on the weight that you get to so like if you get comfortable back at the gym again like yeah. how like how heavy do you go on a on a squat on on my squat squat i'm going heavy but like yeah. when i get to my circuit at the end that's like no weights that's like very light yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yeah i see so what you're saying i see what you're it's saying like very light so in my mind that's like more of like my cardio aspect rather than strength okay yeah have you ever so how long have you been like let's say doing that not say a program, but like how long have you that been structure? in that structure and routine in? For like ever. Like cause <laughs> when I first started lifting, I like I said, like I got my program from like a, like my trainer as a varsity. So they usually have like your standard, like you do your like 
for like heavy lifts so you can have your hip, your hip thrust or your um like squat and you pair it with something else like usually a secondary later exercises and you do that's like the first half of your page i just like picturing the page because they had this like standard format okay and then you would do like lighter exercises towards the end and you'd only have like eight exercises in total in this program and it's because you're supposed to probably put heavy heavy strength on the first like four so like by the time you get to the last like laid three yeah it's laid out you know what i mean okay yeah so you mentioned the glute guy glute doctor um the glute guy the glute guy yeah so like is there any other resource that you've used that like has helped you kind of like yes. maybe taking p- parts of yeah i have let me get this <laughs> pull this guy up i can't remember his name brett conatras <laughs> is his name yo this guy invented like design based on like human biomechanics like the perfect like hip thrust machine and like he okay uh he he patented it i think nice brett conatras i think his name is can't find him now i don't have wi-fi here my data is not working anyway i think that's his name and uh yeah he's a really uh known guy as well okay and then there's another guy there's another guy it's not louis simmons is it no athlean x who's that oh okay i don't know who it is but i know what you're talking about that guy is sick like his ab exercises are sick and he talks and like like his all this stuff is like factual based and like science based and like all the things he says i agree with so i like him who else uh i did the tammy hembro workout for like five minutes that one was pretty good. Okay. I found it on Google. Like, uh, what else did I do? Do you find yourself pulling parts from them? Oh, yeah, or, all the time. Okay. Like, honestly, it's funny because I've, like, pulled, like, random workouts. Like, I'll go on, like, Instagram and I'll see, like, random, like, girls' workouts. Oh, there's another girl I used to follow. I can't remember her name. Alexis something. Anyway, she's really famous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember her name. But she's really good as well. And, like, honestly, you find, like, so many correlating exercises between all of them. And you just figure out, like, oh, like. I like this one and they're all doing it for a reason yeah. and I feel like it's hitting me the right way so yeah. I'll like keep with it and like I find like a lot of people struggle at first with like some new exercises just because they're like they're like oh it's not like working for me it's like oh is it because your form's off or something or stuff like that or like even like like the structure of your body like someone has a longer femur or like someone has a longer like 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 torso or whatever or that, someone has more hip flexibility exactly like stuff like that will really impact the way uh, an exercise will work for you right yeah so I think it's yeah. important to notice that it's not one program that's going to work for everybody. Oh, like you're going to have to like piece yeah. your own program together based on like your own body, your ability. Cause like, let's face it, like whatever you do at the gym is probably not going to work for me or whatever I do at the gym may not work for you. Like it's, it's possible, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so how long again, you've been, how long you've been on that program for that structure of, like, and I, I know you probably keep adding to it too, like, right? The whole time. Like since i started like literally the whole time like i never, i deviated a little bit like i added in like little tweaks here and there but like okay. it's pretty much pretty, it's pretty standard like the whole time like some exercises came in and out like i used to do the kick, cable kickback like religiously and now I'm, like i hate that crap like can't do it like it messes up my knee like i don't know maybe just i'm not standing right maybe whatever. it's not activating properly yeah or... i used to be like die hard deadlifts like straight leg deadlifts okay and then after a while like straight leg or like with a bit bend no like like straight like almost like maybe like a teeny little bend but like not okay, like the okay. wide not the wide one yeah not a sumo yeah not yeah, sumo, yeah, yeah. Okay. so like straight leg deadlift i used to do just because soccer like they had us doing it all the time i used yeah. to do that one kind of got away from it wasn't really i didn't really feel it as much as like other exercises so i decided to like switch it out every now and then I'll, like I, i'll you'll bring it back, back. Yeah, yeah i'll bring it back but like i come in and out yeah so experimentation right just keep trying it uh obviously if it works for you it works for you but if it doesn't work for you that's fine because there's yeah. probably something else out there that will work for yeah. you i'm honestly like the type of person like I've been going to the gym so long now that like <clears throat> it's just what I'm feeling that day. Like, yep. like, and I have like it's, it's like weird. It's like I don't have 
a standard like plan in my head but like once i get there like i already know what's next yeah and like, what as i'm doing my one exercise I already have in my brain like what my exercise is and like what my three ones after that are and like what i'm gonna do for today like yeah. i don't really write it down anymore when i first started it definitely did but of like course. now it's just like it's like it's been like five years man i hope i got it figured out a yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's really cool is that you've actually do a lot of legs from what it sounds like you're yeah. obviously a soccer player yeah um you lift relatively heavy if not heavy from what i know yeah um what's really shocking is your lack of injuries oh man like, so i know you talked about the hamstring that's one thing but yeah. like anything else that was like a close encounter or a close scare or like no like honestly like i'm so like i love playing so much that like i'm scared to death of being injured so like <laughs> when my body is saying you're sore like i'll just stop like back okay. in the day maybe when i first started working out like i'd push myself like and it's like okay i just pushed myself to this and now i'm out for like what a month was it like if I just chilled for like a week, I would have only had a week off. Now I have a month off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that mindset. And like, like I said, like I'm never want to be injured for soccer and I never want to get injured in the gym and not play soccer. Yeah. So when yeah. did that mindset kick in for you? Uh, and how much time did you miss? Was it that one week to like one month? So you like push it and then you like lost a month kind of deal or I kind of always had that mindset. I think just because like, when I get really, really sore, like I can't even run. Like it affects my performance. Right. Of course. So like, even when it affects my performance, I get annoyed. So, like, I wouldn't even push myself. If I, if it's affecting my performance, the next step is obviously injury. Yeah. So, like, if it's starting to affect my performance, it already stopped me there. Because, like, my performance comes first, right? Yeah. yeah. So, for me, it's actually kind of funny. So, about, like, seven or eight years ago, yeah. I was in the same thing, too, where I was, like, I was always hurt all the time. And yeah. I was, like, I'm missing more games than I'm actually playing right now. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, it got to a point where it's, like, okay, scale back. Stop doing the three-hour workouts. Yeah. Obviously, which meant nothing. <laughs> But uh, stop doing the three-hour workouts. Do, like, a quick one-hour get-in, get-out. And, like, I've actually, like, stayed that way since. But yeah. at the same time, I've, like, not been injured whatsoever. Yeah. So I think a lot of people don't understand, like, when to pull back. Yeah. So some key signs and key triggers that you would have, like, is what? Just soreness? Yeah, soreness. Listen to your body. Additional soreness. Listen to your body. Just listen to your body. If, if things are hurting for too long, like, you're going to have a, a little bit of soreness. But if you're too, too sore, either you're... Like, there's also, like, an optimal amount of soreness, right? Like, if Yeah, you want to yeah. be sore to, like, know you're doing some work. Yeah. But you don't want to push it too far. Yeah, and sometimes, like, I've even read articles now that say you, like, technically don't need to be, like, sore to have be having gains. Yeah. Like, you can just be working out, and just because you didn't get sore doesn't mean it was a crap workout. Yeah. Like, you're still having micro tears that are going to give you gains, so you're still good. And honestly, if you're having tears that are so big where you're out for five days... Now you're, you're, you're not, you're not going to have less gains because you need to work the muscle at least two, every two to three days to actually have it. And if you're resting for too long, you're non-beneficial. So there's that optimal, you need to find that optimal level of pushing yourself to the point where you benefit, but not pushing yourself where you're pushing yourself over the edge. Yeah. And like, now that I'm getting older, like over, <laughs> over 25, I like, I started to like realize like more and more how important that is. Like, like I said before, like I popped my hamstring and like I was going just, just as hard as I would have back in the day, but I wasn't. I never really focused too much on recovery and stuff like that. And yeah, I still don't. Mm, I still yeah. <laughs> I do just because like I don't like feeling like crap. Yeah. But yeah. like I wait till it's too late. Like, yeah. I'm like, like oh, I'm feeling like shit. Maybe I should roll out now. It's like no, you should roll out like. Three when you finish your workout. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so. I, there was one trainer that I listened to, and uh, I've more recently, for whatever reason, I've picked up UFC, and I love watching the UFC guys because. Yeah. They're obviously super talented. They're like multifaceted. Like they're not just like a karate guy. They're not like a jujitsu guy. Like they're all very mixed athletes. Yeah. Um, but was most important that they mentioned was, would you rather do, you know, fifth? Can you do pull-ups? Yeah. Would you? How? What's your 
like max pull up number uh you mean like this way or this way or take your pick uh like chin up wise i think i can max out at like 12 okay pull up wise is like maybe around the same i don't know i haven't maxed out in a long time to be honest i honestly haven't done a pull up in a long time either so like my number is probably like eight or something right now yeah but like what would you rather do would you rather do 10 pull-ups today yeah and then be off for two or three days maybe four days because like you've obviously overworked yourself yeah or would you rather do six 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 and six and like get those gains that you were talking about six for sure of course yeah because at the same time like you're not missing work but over those course of the four days you're not doing 10 pull-ups you're doing 24 i actually do pull-ups and chin-ups like every other like when it's my arm day that's like my core like my main is it yeah do you mix grips or do you go like closed bicep grip or like hammer or like what do you normally I do i usually do like this one hammer okay yeah. yeah i'd usually do that like a pull up but then like i used to actually prefer chin up but at my gym now like the bar is just kind of like i think it's, it's like kind of like sagging a little bit yeah. but also really wide like you said some, some of this is too wide for me i don't know who's dying more but not for me and it's just it's just not it's, it's just like the lat pull up yeah like it's, yeah, too, it's yeah. too much like it just doesn't sit right and then they have a bar you can use too but i have like baby hands so okay. like i'm holding onto the bar and like and your my, hands aren't even closing yeah, like, yeah. this is not it so i just stick to the this pull up version the wide ones yeah. make me laugh because like the wide ones are like like this yeah and i'm like come on guys who's doing a pull up this wide like yeah. it makes absolutely no sense yeah if it was like the like that way i would make sense kind yeah. of like but this way that doesn't work like if it was doing like lats yeah but i don't know it's, it's not crazy it. yeah it's, it's crazy it. um so yeah do you find yourself moving out of that gym or you're happy content no i love that you gym. Are? i love it i wouldn't stone cold stuck in there yeah man you'll never catch me in a good life ever for that price <laughs> and that like many people no thanks like my gym's like a good amount of people like i think i'll wait like there's like four squat racks in my gym and i think i wait like max like for one person every now and then like rarely yeah so like i love nice. it nowhere to go it has all the weights i need like no need to leave i think price. i think you lucked out because a good life across the street is taking some of like the the standard people that would normally maybe want to jump to your gym yeah yeah because like whatever i'm at the good life hillcrest all the time yeah so i think we kind of like whatever there's probably some people that have been to my gym that were at your gym before and then some yeah. people that are at your gym that used to be at my gym before too so like, yeah it's right at the same corner anyways right yeah, yeah. um so recovery I know you talked about it a little bit. Do you do you like rolling? Do you hate rolling? Do you have like a, something to help you? Because I know you're a soccer player. Yeah. You're on your feet all the time. Yeah. Like, what do you do normally for recovery-wise? So, foam rolling, I definitely could do more of. I just... I just it sucks. It sucks, yeah. I, it does I, suck. I, I want to get that Therosoldier. Have you seen it? Like, the oh, gun? Man. I think I... Did I message you about this? Did you? I was pretty sure I did. Did you? Yeah, I want I that. I think we talked about the gun. Yo, I'll go gun. have these with you. We'll alternate weeks if you Yo, want. Yo, that it. gun's lit. It's lit. Like, <laughs> it's like five hundred dollars though, and like you just sit. Like I, I said, I'll go have these Yo, with you if you want. Sit. I was actually like, my boyfriend was actually googling like how to like make your own. You can like, it's literally. It's just a drill. It's a drill. Yeah. Yeah. And you just could put like a nub thing on it and like nub like. Nub it's nub not the same though. It's not. You need the pressure and you need the like the compression of that pressure. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go have these, I'm with you. That thing's sick. I would rather just sit in my bed and like <laughs> and just like push yourself yeah. with a button. Yeah. Yeah. Then like go on my like all fours and like angle it on that yeah, foam yeah. roller. And I have literally have three foam rollers and I don't even foam roll enough. I know. Yeah. You see what? Look what my foam roller is doing right now. Where I can't even it's, see it. It's holding oh, up uh, it's a little tripod. Oh, I can see it. The bag, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a drink by the way? Really? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So foam rollers, obviously, you got like anything else you use. I use the the cross wall for my feet. I have yeah. high arches and I wear orthotics. So like sometimes okay. like after games and stuff like that, like my feet, like my feet get the sore the most, like okay. by far. So like I like to the cross wall my feet. Is Definitely. there anything you can put in your soccer shoes to like help that? 
have orthotics. Oh, do you actually put the orthotics? I oh, figured yeah. they're so big though for soccer cleats because soccer no. cleats are so low profile. They have like uh, like sport ones. Yeah. They're like thinner, and then you just take the the insert they're... that's already in there, and it's fine. Yeah, I but even in soccer cleat, there's not even there's not even really an insert in there, right? Like there sometimes is. it's like it's actually pasted down. Yeah, I just rip it out. I don't care. <laughs> but like for some cleats, like I have to be careful with some cleats. Like when I put my orthotic in, like some of them are really like low on the ankle, so like it feels like my foot's being lifted out of my shoe. Almost. Yeah, yeah, like you're yeah. too high in it. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I've been fine. Like. Most most of them are pretty deep. Okay. Like every now and then I find that cleat that doesn't fit it and I just don't buy it. How long have you been playing in uh, orthotics for? Since like I was like thirteen. Like oh, I literally yeah. had like huge foot pain when I was like thirteen. Yeah. And then my mom's like got me orthotics and then, you know, when your mom buys you something that's like six hundred bucks, you use you better it. Better do it. Yeah, you better use it or you get slapped out. So I used it. And like a lot of people are like, Oh, it hurts so much. But like now it's like if I don't have them I can't play. Yeah. Like I could not run it's funny i can go for a run like in my running shoes without my orthotics i can't play a game with my oh my orthotics but i mean the running shoes have cushion and i understand that the grass will cushion it as well too for you yeah to some degree yeah but But you're like you're herky-jerky on the field like it's not like you're just straight running yeah time but definitely i cannot function without my orthotics and like i know so many people with orthotics who don't even wear them i know yeah it's crazy because on top of that, your orthotics also provide you the stability that you need for like your knees. Yeah. Which will also help provide the stability for your hips, which will also provide the stability for your back. Yeah. And then some people don't even value that. It's like crazy. You're spending $600. Like, why aren't you using it? Yeah, exactly. And like, I have really, really high arches. So for me, the problem was like, all the pressure would be on like the front of my foot. So like after a game, like my- All your toes. My big toe, like, <laughs> not my toe per se. Like that, know that- the joint just before your where your foot is and the big toe is like okay yeah 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 like the ball of your foot that's what it is exactly yeah. the ball like my, my big toe oh my god that's like such a pressure point for me like it's just tender and sore and whatever and yeah. orthotic like it like adds an extra like level underneath there so it like, kind of flattens out my foot for me so it distributes the pressure more around my foot are you a heel to toe striker or are you more of a toe runner does I'm that sound I think familiar I'm, I'm a toe runner I think yeah, yeah I think so too yeah um, so have you had problems with your arches before other than just Maybe the orthotics high. yeah no that's it that's just really high puts pressure on the front of my foot nothing too crazy yeah, yeah. cool uh, so lacrosse ball anything else that you use uh, anything else that you would recommend even I know four rollers um, are really good it's just honestly it does suck to get to the floor every time yo honestly back in the day when I was still playing varsity you would get the barbell and then you would just get your friend to like roll that out <laughs> on your quad yo that is the actual lit. barbell like you get the end of the barbell like we know the side we put the, the weight bo- on yeah the, so, the rounder part yeah so you just drop that on your quad and you just roll that like you use the weight of it it actually feels nice <laughs> well because it's like a cold bar i guess yeah it's a cold bar and you just push the weight on you get your friend to do it it's actually really really nice i like yeah. that and then what else is there hmm i think that's it like, have you ever done ice baths oh i hate ice baths like you could not drink. have you tried it though oh yeah lots of times and I absolutely hate it but do you feel a benefit i do this? feel a benefit but okay, like so get, you can't even get me in there though like <laughs> it's so bad like like yeah we had ice baths back then like it was so hard to get me in <laughs> so hard and like I do my feet sometimes, like every now and then, if they're really really sore, just put a bucket of ice, just put my feet in. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Have you ever used the compression legs? Have you ever seen oh those yeah, before? I do those actually. Those they're are just, phenomenal. So like like I said, my hamstrings get like messed up now that I'm old. So <laughs> like if I'm going hard for the next like week or whatever, or I feel them getting kind of like strained, I put I have these compression uh like compression like Under Armour like tights I put on. Yeah. I put on under my shorts. Yeah. Cool. That's it for me. They're like super like they have like the band or whatever like built in. 
The Under Armour ones? Yeah, they have like really? they have like compression band built in. It's really nice. I didn't even see the Under Armour ones because I use two XU because it's Under a, Armour. It's essentially the same thing. Oh okay. Yeah, it's the yeah. exact same, like the exact same concept. Yeah. I'm like literally religious to two XU because I couldn't find anything else that's like reasonable, yeah. and at the same time, like two XU is also really expensive. It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, piece. these ones are pretty expensive. They're like eighty bucks, but I use a national sports discount, so it's less. Yeah. <laughs> we have it at a store. We don't have yeah, it. Yeah, man, in the back, back, back corner. I don't know if they have it anymore. No, we don't have it. Trust me, we never yeah. had it before. Oh, we did. I got it from there. I bought no, it from there. No, 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 no. Trust me, like I would have bought it. Yo, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm not spending full price on those. I got. I them would with never pay full price. Yeah, I got them with my discount, and I got uh, my boyfriend a pair too. Were they colored? No, black. Or just straight black? Straight black. I don't think we had them. Dude, I think we, we just them. had basic compression, to be no, honest. No, we have them. Yeah, I'll take a picture for you, and I'll show you which ones I have after. Okay, send me the band, because the band will tell me, like, how old it is. If it's, yeah. like, a really old piece, obviously, I'm not going to find it A lot of soccer players have those tights. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, players have those tights. I think people don't understand what compression is, though. That's a problem. People think that, like, oh, yeah, it's going to fit tight. Like, it's good for me. Yeah. Like, guys, it's not, it's not good for you. It's bullshit. What do you mean? Like... Because if you buy, like, regular tights... If you yeah. go to like, like let's leggings? say Lululemon or yeah, leggings, yeah. or if you go like anywhere, they're not compression. Like there's a difference between compression and tights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But some people think that it's oh, the same, same thing. thing? Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, like all soccer <laughs> players like wear like tights under like tights. Like legit compression. Like, not compression, compression. Just like regular Under Armour. Like, oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah. They wear spandex underneath their shorts. Yeah. Just like all soccer players do that, or not all, but most. But like it's not for compression. I have ones that are just for like regular practice where I'll wear with like no compression. And I have like legit compression ones that yeah. I wear when I'm getting sore. Have you ever tried them like during games? Yeah, wear games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever tried compression socks? No, I never had a need for it. For your feet? Yeah, but like <laughs> I have my all. I help. Yeah, but I'm already wearing my soccer socks. I'm not trying to wear like, some people like double socking and double socking is not it for me. It's too thick. <laughs> um, any so last minute recovery tips for anyone trying to get to the gym as often as you? No, just eat your Foam vegetables, roll. drink your water. Nothing special. We can talk about eating your vegetables. <laughs> so you seem to be uh, a big, obviously, nutrition person. Yeah. Let's talk about some food. Sure. What do you eat? What do I eat? Okay, let me come off of that. I don't eat meat. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I haven't eaten meat in like three years. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. But um. what made you do the jump? Honestly, like I've always been like had an affinity for animals. Like I love animals. Okay. And then I went to like school, my master's, and like we had this course on literally, it's like sustainability yeah. So like our sustainability and we had this like uh like class on like how bad the meat industry is yes, for the environment it's like awful. it's horrible and i'm like okay this is kind of another another box check another reason why to yeah, yeah. and then like i don't know i kind of like always kind of wanted to try it i was like could i do it like i just kind of want to see if i could do it were you like heavy meat and potatoes like beef like what was your thing before yeah man i'm trying to eat like pork all that <laughs> beef all that crap like even literally when i told my mom i was not eating meat anymore i think she thought i was gonna die like I th so what would be worse you telling her that you're not gonna eat meat yeah. or her you telling her that you're not gonna eat rice no meat for sure really yeah wow. for, sure, for sure okay yeah okay yeah she was like oh you're not eating meat anymore special diet i'm like yo chill it's not that serious <laughs> and she still makes fun of me like she'll be like oh i'm making steak tonight colleen can have any i'm like mom i don't care like <laughs> like yeah so no meats um you're talking about like mo uh, monocultures is that what you kind of like dug into at school in your masters? I mean, monoculture is like... So like how bad it is for the environment yeah, to like yeah. keep producing like grain or yeah. grain all the time, basically. It's just like just like how much we consume nowadays. Like I didn't like... It's because it's everyday life. You don't realize like how much more meat as a society we consume nowadays. Mm -hmm. is like crazy. And like you see like... You see like the, the market growth of like how much meat people are buying. Like do you really even need, need it that, yeah. that much? Like, like I went probably the extreme of like not eating anymore i don't think it's unhealthy 
to not eat meat. I don't think it's healthy to eat meat, but like there's just a happy medium. Yeah. And, like whatever you're happy with, do it. Like everything in moderation, right? Yeah. I'm actually impressed that you had gone meatless because that's something I did not know for you coming into this. Yeah. Uh, I myself, uh, I'm not meatless. Yeah. However, I've been going to like, I tried going plant-based for four months, mostly during COVID. Yeah. And honestly, there's a massive difference, but like I started getting meat back in because it's like, you miss it? I miss it, yeah. Honestly, like, when I did it, I literally, like, woke up, called my boyfriend. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to eat meat anymore. Like, I... He thought it was all bullshit, though, I got... Like, he had I don't to know if he bullshit. was bullshit. Like, he knows me. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, he knows, like, I'm going to do it. Okay. Like, I'm pretty, like, weird like that. Like, I just... I don't know. Anyway, so, <laughs> I'm... So, like, I, I like meat. Like, I liked it when I ate it. I was never crazy. I'm not, like, that person who's like, I need my chicken. Like, some people are like that. Like, oh, they neither. Don't get me started. Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm sure you see a lot of people at the gym like that too like oh i have to have my chicken my chicken bar- yeah. my chicken breast and broccoli that was just never me like i liked meat like i ate my meat but i was never like oh my god like i has to have it or i'll die like i was just never that person so like i think that's why it was probably easier for me to just cut it cold turkey yeah i was just like screw it let's see if i can do it like i watched you no know, honestly the trigger point was is honestly the most pathetic thing ever so there's a movie on netflix i'll okay? give you a fist pump right now because you don't have to tell me what but i know <laughs> where you're going what's the name it's called Oksha. oh actually no it's not <laughs> What's it called again? Oksha. Is it with the pig? It's a Korean like pig movie. Okay. I don't know why the hell I watched it. I watched a trailer and I'm like, yo, this pig is cute. And I love animals, like I said. Okay. And I always had an affinity for animals. And like, I always kind of felt a little bit bad when I ate them. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I went to like this petting zoo and I saw like cows for the first time. Like, yo, these things are like giant freaking puppies. <laughs> like, they're so cute. And like, you pet their nose and they love being pet. And it's like, holy crap. And like, you, when you think about eating meat, you're like, oh, it's on a farm, whatever. And it's like, no, it's not. Literally, these cows are born in a factory. They never see the day of light. Yeah. Like, it's kind of sad if you think about it. And like, I think because we're so distanced now from where meat's coming from, too. It's, not just meat, it's food. Yeah. Like, food as a whole. Yeah. It's like, we're so distanced from it. Like, you don't really make that connection. But like, for me, it was just subconsciously always a little bit there. But like, kind of just push it to the side, like, back in my mind. Anyway. So I watched this movie, Okja. <laughs> if you ever never want to eat meat again, watch this movie because I'll make you feel like a, a guilty <laughs> son of a bitch. Anyway, so long story short, it's about it's pretty much a movie about this like pig that's like, they try to make this superfood and it's like based on this pig, like a genetically okay. modified pig and it becomes like this giant pig and they're like, oh, like it's going to feed all these people. Like it's the best food ever. Like it's a new farm animal basically. Basically. And Meanwhile, then, it's pumped with steroids and it's got all their hormone in it just to like make it big. Well, it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like some DNA genetically thing. Anyway, so yes, it goes yeah. on this farm in like Korea. I don't even think it's Korea. At least Korea, I think. And um, she, she's like, it's like the farm girl obviously falls in love with the pig. They're best friends. And it shows like the pig having like decent intelligence. Like it's not like a dumb animal. And like, yeah. it can, like has feelings, whatever. Anyways, so <laughs> whatever. And long story short, I don't want to drag it out, but it gets sent to like a, like a farm, like a processing farm, and they show you how they breed the animal. For? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And they see them like all getting killed, and like you see like the, I don't know, it, it brought it to mm. like you're like, holy, this is such a sad movie. Like it's so sad, and you're like, holy crap, this is literally the same. This crap. happens all the it, time. Like, this is like everyday life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. same thing. And I was like, okay, you know what? Today's the day I do it. <laughs> and three years later, here I am. Guys, if you want your bacon, this is how it gets done. Yo, I never even liked bacon. Really? I was never a bacon person. I always thought okay. it was like gross. Like I just oh, because you're just so fatty, I guess. Yeah, right? like I just, yeah, yeah. Like, even like everyone loves that crap i can like i put in my stomach and like my stomach's turning for like three hours after mm. like which just was not for me but yeah so i cut out meat three years later that one died so listen the funny thing i gave you <laughs> i gave you the fist pump because i did not think it was gonna be that movie what'd you think it was have you ever watched game changers oh i have watched that come yeah. on i, I thought that watched. was gonna be the movie that changed you no it was a good movie though that movie changed me did it yeah mm-hmm. my girlfriend killed me after that yeah yeah so uh i kind of understand that protein's obviously important but it's not like the be-all and end-all to like life 
it's not well it really isn't all the the whole concept of where it came from of being like so important your diet was funded by the meat, meat industry. industry and it's crazy because now when we're growing up it's like oh neat protein 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 and now health canada has even changed their food guide yeah i was never <laughs> a fan of the food guide to begin with anyways yeah. because again when was a food guide really created back in the day it was yeah, like created in the, the 80s yeah for sure and but, we all lived on that like mentality of like oh this is how you need to eat yeah but you're growing up in school and they're telling you that right and that's what your family's telling you and that's like you know what i mean like that's what we believe in the fact that like the governing body is now saying like oh Let's have more vegetables yeah bit. they're like let's dial it back it shows you like a little bit like how the world was like changing now and like yeah. how people are realizing that like you don't really need it that much like i'm not saying like cut out meat like stop. i'm not i'm not that person i'll never tell anyone to like not eat meat if you yeah. want to eat meat, go ahead but you don't need that much no you <laughs> yeah. definitely don't need that much and honestly like um i do kind of feel shitty over the last like month or so that i've been going back into a little bit more meat yeah uh so i used to be like I want to say six and a half days, literally six and a half days a week on just yeah. plant-based. And I like started getting to like five days now. Yeah. But I need to find my way to like come back up that ladder again. Because honestly, there is a big difference eating meat. Yeah. And there is a big difference eating just more plant-based. Yeah, for sure. And like, honestly, it's just like your portion sizes and stuff like that too. It's like, you don't like just put more vegetables on your plate. Like fill up your well, plate more. People also think that you won't be able to eat as much vegetables, but you actually eat more vegetables because the calories are so, they're like, like they're the quality calories as yeah. opposed to like a fried piece of chicken. Exactly, know? man. Like honestly, like I eat a lot of fish now. Okay. More fish than I probably want to eat. Like I eventually, I think I want to like dial it back and like figure out like other ways to like supplement my diet and stuff like that. Okay. I'll get there when I get there. But yeah, I think right now I'm good. And then like, it's funny though, cause like, I don't even like telling a lot of people I don't eat meat. Cause I feel like people like think I'm some. Fuck that. Just tell them who gives Yo, a people shit. are annoying. Like, <laughs> honest to God. Like they're like, oh, come so on, what? have some chicken. No, they're like, so what are you? Like, why do I have to be labeled as a thing? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so you're a vegetarian. It's like, no, like technically a vegetarian, like, like doesn't eat fish or whatever right technically yes yeah. so like i'm like not a vegetarian they're like oh so like, are you you're pescatarian yeah pescatarian i'm like okay but i'm also the type of person like i'm not that strict with it like i'll just pick the meat off my food you know what i mean yeah. like, and then they're telling and me even if it touches it who cares yeah I'm, I'm not that serious like if i was like that in my house i would die like i wouldn't be able to like eat anything so like everyone just has like an opinion for some reason it's like dude you're like you're like oh where do you get your protein from and i'm like dude how much sugar and salt did you eat today and like, you're worried about my protein it's like how many people have died from like lack of protein versus how many people have died from like heart attacks and like high blood pressure and like diabetes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Everyone has an opinion. Like a lot of people, some people get like offended. Very offended. Some it's people like, get very offended. Like, I'm like, they're like, oh, you want it? I'm like, no, thanks. They're like, why? I'm like, oh, cause I don't eat meat. Like I don't even say, oh, I don't eat meat. It's like, oh, I'm good. I just say I'm good. Yeah. And then it's like, why? And it's like, oh, and they get like offended. It's like, dude, chill. I get that all the time. <laughs> I get that all the time. But I think the label is correct. Like the label is the problem because yeah. people want to know what you are right now. Yeah. So what is it? Like, are you vegetarian? Are you vegan? Yeah. Are you like pescatarian? Like yeah. it doesn't have to be a label. Yeah. But people get so fascinated with like getting the information so cheap. Yeah. So, so cheap. So like, um, pescatarian. Yeah. What do you eat? Like what's your, what's your go-to? Uh, like what's your protein source? Let's call it. Uh, salmon. Salmon, eggs. Eggs. Yes. Shrimp. I love shrimp. Cool. Tuna. I eat a lot of tuna like chickpeas see that's the thing though like i've relied a lot heavily now on fish so i want to like get away from that and i want to okay. start moving towards like getting more into like lentils and like stuff like that like, so have you yet no so, <laughs> so one step at a time man one step at a time life's have, a journey so what kind of foods are you into then so are you like more i know you got a asian background so is it like more asian flavor or like what you what, what kind like, of taste you yo, move I'll towards eat anything man like okay. i love all cultures all foods so like uh 
like I'll give you a random like a full day I would eat like I'll wake up eat my egg toast that's my standard breakfast like I'll have that like every day like, okay. one egg one toast and have my coffee one egg one toast literally yeah. one and one yeah one egg I put fry my egg put that crap on my toast I feel as if that wouldn't be enough for you no it's nice okay with my coffee man I'm good okay like I, have, like I said like I have a super sedentary job like I'm at my desk like I'm not doing anything yeah I'm sitting there for like eight hours and then lunchtime depending on how I feel I'll have like a salad or like I'll make like a tuna sandwich now I'm working at from home my diet is definitely gone south just because like i have so much access to of crap. course yeah back in the back in the day when i was at work i would pack my salad pack my yogurt good like, time you yourself me? yeah everything everything i'm so cheap too like i'm not going out to buy food like if i pa- if i didn't pack it i'm not eating it okay like, so like that was like a normal lunch and then dinner is like a mashup like usually like 95 percent of the time it's either rice or like a pasta is green uh fried vegetables not fried sorry baked i always bake my veggies uh like peppers broccoli asparagus okay. whatever's in the fridge spinach and then like i'll toss like some fish in there or shrimp or whatever whatever fish is around whatever you have yeah do you find that it's tough to eat as much as you do because again you're such an athlete you play quite often you're like on the road a lot like well typically you'd be on the road with work but like is it tough to eat as many calories as you need to or like what do you what do you find honestly i don't think i have a problem eating not enough calories <laughs> you know what i mean like in north american like like we're living in north america like it's you're always putting food down yeah somehow. like yeah, you yeah. can't it's i think it's hard to not eat enough yeah okay unless i'm trying to put on some serious weight which some people might be their goal is not mine i'm yeah. just trying to maintain maintain or like lose maybe after covid but yeah you ever uh mess around with uh mexican food oh i love mexican food do you I love it it's like i think it, i literally think mexican food is number one for me like, i know it's not technically mexican but like that the, that flavor just yeah. the flavor yeah tech-mex I love it. It's definitely number one for me. So think of anything that you would normally cook. So like, what would be a Tex-Mex favorite of yours? Uh, tacos. Okay. So like, what would you normally have? Like a fish taco? Yeah, fish taco. Okay. So now substitute the fish with like a bean or a lentil. Oh, I put mushrooms or something every now and then. Like there's yeah, some yeah. like good veggie tacos out there. Oh, yeah. there's tons. Yeah. Uh, so more recently I started fucking around with, uh, or sorry, I started messing around with uh, pinto, pinto white red kidney bean. And I'll like nice. fry up some onions and garlic before that and then put in all the Mexican seasonings. Yeah. Oh man. And you just make a taco out of that. Yeah. It some good. people hate that though. Oh, I love that. Uh, or even do a uh, loaded nacho basically. Yeah. So instead good. of using meat and like using the cheese as a topper, which you can still use cheese, but you can just do like bean topping and yeah, it's actually really, really good. That sounds really amazing. Uh, you gotta, you gotta try it though. Cause yeah. it's damn good. I freaking love Mexican food. Like anytime anyone asks me where I want to go, it's like Mexican food. So where's the place then? Where would you go? Because I have no idea where you can get... Are you talking more Tex-Mex or are you talking like real Mexican? Uh, I don't want to offend people by saying Mexican and then I say some Tex-Mex shit and like, this white girl doesn't know what the fuck <laughs> Listen, we're about. not talking about labels. <laughs> this is why I got into a podcast so we can fuck the labels. We so, don't need labels anymore. I like Mexican Amigos. Like for Richmond Hill, like that's the closest thing. Okay. So, where is that one? Uh, Young and Elgin. Okay. That shit's good. So what do they serve? Just like the standards? Standard stuff. Like, okay. Yeah, like burritos, tacos. There's another place by my work. What's it called? Oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting what. You work west though, don't you? Yeah, Steel's in uh, West End. Oh, yeah, I yeah, can't I believe I'm are. forgetting what this is called. Uh, something Amigo. Not Amigos. I don't remember what it's called now. Yama Tacos. That's what it's called. Okay. That place is lit too. Okay. That place is really good. And they have like a $10 lunch menu. So whoever wants to go, <laughs> that's a good place to What's watch. it called? Uh, yo, yo. yo Amo Tacos. Yo Amo Tacos. Yeah. Okay. And it literally looks like a house that's like abandoned, but... It's really like it has like graffiti on it, like Mexican like graffiti. Yeah. And there's only two locations. One's in Mexico and one's in like Woodbridge where it is. So you know it's pretty legit. 
that's typically the best places to get food though it's yeah. not the place that's like shined up floors and like yeah. perfect walls and perfect pictures like it's not the place to get but food. it's funny because like on the outside everyone everyone who would bring there is like calling where the fuck did you just bring us like it looks so sketch and you go in and it's like actually like so nice inside like it has like nice colors and like it has like like nice table setting like, it's really is it nice. back like mexican feeling i guess yeah. like those colors yeah it's really yeah. really nice inside it's just outside i don't know you do you mess with spices and heat no i suck i am a disappointment <laughs> like i'm so bad like sriracha is hot for me yeah no, me too honestly yeah. so i kind of started dabbling a little bit of sriracha into like my ramen a little bit sometimes yeah so i got adventurous one time i put like four squirts like did four full squirts oh, and wow. i was like i could do this i can do this yeah. and i got to half the bowl and i did another four squirts and i was like oh no i could not do this no no that's funny yeah yeah i like i love ramen i love pho i love what else do i like i like everything for michelle good too like that i think what's important though for you though is because you burn so many calories whether it be at the gym or on soccer like yeah again it's easy for you to like just take down something yeah have you noticed anything different as you've gotten older with food oh honestly like the last like two years like i can't eat portions as much as i used to like yeah. back in the day like yo i could like scarf down food and i feel nice now if i eat too much all one sitting i'm like Oof. <laughs> like i don't want to move for like three hours like now i try to eat a little bit slower and like because like they say i don't know what they say but they say that like there's like a delay where your stomach feels full and like it actually is yeah. full and like it triggers your brain to tell you you're full yeah you just got to be mindful of it because yeah. if you're not mindful you're just like hoarding down food all of a sudden food's down and, and you're, you're still like, stuff yeah yeah but you're still hungry, hungry yeah. because you're not feeling it right yeah exactly so i try to like, go a little bit slower so i don't stuff myself so fast and i'm like oh like i try to get there try to do it slower so then i can feel myself getting there and not like kill myself yeah so i think that's pretty good and i think that's like like it also helps with like, your weight for whoever has like problems with weight gain and stuff like that like you don't really need to eat as much as you think you do no 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 definitely like, not portion size is wild man like when i used to look back like yo i used to be able to eat like a medium pizza to my face like to my <laughs> face like no problem and it's like now i have like four slices and i'm like yo i'm good like i still technically can i'm sure you still can too at some point like if you if you played a soccer game you can probably put down a whole pizza no like i can't even do it i'm sure you can like even like like after games like they give us food they give us pizza usually and like i don't even i can't eat like right after game like i can't okay. like i don't know what my body just is like yo it's not time to eat but like do you do like a shake or something no i eat i'll drink water and like two hours later i'll be like a monster but like right after game like nah okay yeah do you eat before a game uh, what's your what's your typical like pre-game ritual if you so, had one i do actually have one so like i actually like wake up so my games nowadays are like usually like saturday midday afternoon or like sunday midday afternoon so i wake up make my like breakfast which is like on game days is usually like a hash brown which is not even good for you whatever but I'll talk about those pre-made ones <laughs> yeah who cares put that in the oven <laughs> two eggs it's so easy though yeah. right two e they're not even that like they're like not like 100 calories each anyway so they have that one hash brown i have my two eggs i have my spinach i fry my spinach in a pan and like sprinkle some like garlic salt on that have that eat uh have that before my game and then on my way to my game i pick up my iced coffee and my everyone who i play with is probably laughing now because they know like they're like if yo colleen doesn't have her iced coffee before this game <laughs> it's we're, a problem we're gonna fucking lose today like is this why you uh brought yours today too no actually i just have a problem like it's our oh, one dollar okay. right now i'm like addicted <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like i always have to have my iced coffee before a game um yeah that's pretty much my pregame ritual cool like, yeah shakes anything afterwards do you uh so, believe in protein shakes or like mm, what do you uh how do you find that i use protein shakes like a meal supplement like if i'm hungry okay. and i'm feeling lazy to like make a meal i'll just have a protein shake okay or like yeah it's pretty much the meal cool. supplement yeah do you use any supplements so i know we're kind of like leading into that way so do you use any supplements pre-workout or anything like that uh i do use pre-workout but not like every single day 
Okay. Like, if I do a morning workout, which is, like, rare, I'll take free workout. Are you a late workout person? Midday. Like, okay. Like, what time is it now? Like, it's what? Six o'clock? It's, like, six o'clock now. That's, like, okay. the perfect, like, time for me to, like, work out. Like, okay. from, like, right after work, so, like, 4.30 to, like, 8 o'clock, like, I'm good to go to the gym. But, like I said, like, my practices for soccer start at 9. Okay. So, that's late for me. Like, for me, it's, like, I like to do it right after work, usually, just because I like to have my day, like, done. Like, if I go home after work and then i'm chilling at home and like for like an hour put your feet up yeah like it's not happening like i'm just not in the zone anymore so like i'd like to do it right after work okay the way yeah so do you take your pre-workout half the time less 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 way less like only like really like if it's a morning workout like i said because like i don't have my coffee i just have the pre-workout instead yeah so like yeah anything specific you use uh what am i using now i think it's called uh and muscle farm oh yeah yeah. i'm using assault uh i think so it's the yellow and black one have you seen that one or yellow or is it more greeny no it's yellow yellow yeah mm. and that one gets me like going like that's the thing about uh pre-workout like i get like i feel like my jitters skin, yeah i feel like my skin <laughs> calling like nah like sometimes it's not it like i had to do half a scoop yeah and if i like it's like it's like dabbling with like drugs or something like I just it is overload. dabbling with yeah. drugs so it is. it's like if i like do too much it's like i'm screwed and that's why i don't like doing it <laughs> after the morning because like i'm trying to go to bed like if i'm, yeah, working, yeah, I'm, yeah. Working, I'm late i'm trying to go to bed and, like i can't go to sleep after how that. how long does it keep you wired for though long enough like i just really like, yeah like wow like four and hours. a half a scoop keeps you going yeah like longer than my workout wow for sure and like i don't like even like working at night like i get wired like i can't go to sleep after like after practices yeah. like my practices go from like 9 to like 10 40 10 45 so i'm like back at home and then shower whatever it's like midnight almost well oh, i know what you're talking about and it takes a total wind down yeah like, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. i can't i can't that's why i don't like the night workouts because i'm trying to go to bed like i have yeah. shit to do in the morning i thought you were talking about like pre-workout keeps you up that late yeah well I know that yeah. winding down feeling because I used to finish ball at like 1130 yeah. and I wouldn't be able to sleep until like two. Yeah. Like pre-workout, I don't know, like four hours maybe keeps me like, Jeez. like the jittery. I don't like that. I just cannot stand that skin bumpy feeling. It's like weird. I don't know. So I would probably advise you to get off of assault. Yeah. So I've been on assault before. I actually started my whole pre-workout and like supplement world through Muscle Farm. Yeah. And I love them. Good products. Like everything worked for me, but I, just, I found assault was like very aggressive. Yeah. So, um, have you heard of, obviously you probably heard of C4. Yeah, I have it. Don't do C4 either. I think that's actually the one I might have. <laughs> oh, I think it is. Yeah. If it's silvery and yellow, that is yellow it. for sure is C4. I think that is what I have. Not muscle farm. Yellow for sure is C4. I have two. Cause like, I don't even buy the free workout. My boyfriend does. And then like, I just like steal from him without him noticing. If it's yellow. It's yellow. It's that yellow then and black it's C4. one. That's the one I have. That's C4. That's yeah. different. That's C4 is shit. crazy shit. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. I would, I would wean off of that as much as you can. Yeah. So I don't know how, if you know how they make supplements. And you're in the pharmaceutical industry. You, you should probably know a little bit about this. I make like, like, like MS drugs and like college <laughs> drugs. Not like fucking pre-workout. pre-workout. <laughs> um, so the, the way they mix ingredients yeah. is let's say for example, I want to... I want to make muscle farm or C4. I'm going to make C4 today. Yeah. But in my vat, I didn't clean out what was in it from the day before. Okay. I'm getting C4 plus whatever was in it from the day before, whether it be some other drug or like whatever it was. So like it was never properly cleaned out. Yeah. So you're getting a hybrid product. You just don't know what it is every single time that you buy a different can of C4. Oh. So some of it has some like really aggressive drugs in it that will kind of like make your skin kind of feel like it's poppy or like yeah. your hands are like yeah. going keyboard crazy. Yeah. Um, there's a brand, I, I can't remember what brand I'm using right now, but it's a, it's a black and orange can. Okay. And I use it, I hate to say it, but I use it like 85% of the time. I think I've seen the black and orange one before. Is it like, 
like sport athlete approved or something. I think it, has it a is. Check, it I think is. I, I think I've had that one before. It's called in, it's it's called informed choice. Yeah, so it's it's a way that they can monitor the VAT process and making sure that it's not like a hybrid product you're getting. Yeah, I think I've seen that one before. I think I've had it before. I think my sister might have bought that for me. It's actually really good. Yeah. So if you're trying to get it, I'd, I'd probably recommend trying one of those. Yeah, I'll try that. Like honestly, like I like I said, I barely ever use it. I'm probably gonna finish that C4 that I have now before I start spending more money. That C4 goes crazy though. That yeah. C4 used to go crazy. I would never do a full scoop. I'd always do like a three quarter scoop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the protein? What are you using? Uh, the one at Costco. What's it called? Uh, I think that might be the it green is. and black one. Have you seen it? I think that might be Muscle Farm. Maybe that's where I got the, the MP. The fat black can? The MP? Yeah, that's yeah. Muscle Farm. Combat? Yeah, I think that's where I got Muscle Farm. Too, eh? That's I think that's where I got Muscle Farm But yeah, I have that one. But I kind of... Costco only has a cookies and cream one. Yeah, and oh, honestly, that sucks. Yo, I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done how, long, with how many that. cookies and creams have you had? Like two, and I was like, yo, we're never buying this again. Like, I can't. <laughs> and then, like, now I have this. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a white one. It's called Kazin or something like that. Yeah, yeah. With the green lid. Like, that one's okay. The t- flavor's not there. How do you find it mixes, though? Oh, it's, this is not it. Don't. Like, b- why are you buying Casein? Not. Ca- it- it's called. The brand's called Casein, I think. It's Oh, well, but it's also the type of the protein, too. That I know it's a type, yeah. But I think that the brand is like Kazin or something. Something like K. I don't remember. Okay. But the flavors are not there. Like, my favorite of all time protein is definitely BioSteel. That was my okay. favorite, like, flavor wise. Uh, muscle milk was really good too. Yeah, muscle milk's not bad. It's really good, but like, I'm not trying to spend that much. Like, for what? Have you ever tried uh, like the Vega ones or like the plant based ones? Yeah, they taste like shit. Really? Yeah. I don't like Even it. if you water it down too much? No, it's like honestly, like I when I do my protein shakes, like I literally just if I I just put like the water in. If I feel like I want to add more flavor to it, I'll like dash like a sprinkle of chocolate milk in there to give it more flavor. <laughs> like I only ever have the chocolate ones, like only. Okay. So, like, I'll just do that. But, like, the flavor from Vega ones was not it. Like, I, have, I bought one of them, and I'm like, I'm not buying this again. I, I, if you have it still, I, I love it. Because, honestly, it goes in pretty thick. But if yeah. you mix it in with some fruits and you blend it in with, like, soy better. milk or something, better. oh, it's so much better. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, honestly, like, I used to be all about the protein shakes. Like, I used to, like, after every workout, I'd have them and whatever. But, like, honestly, I stopped taking them, and it didn't see no, like, downfall in anything. So. Yeah. Was so it just like are you off of it more or less yeah like yeah. like i said like if i'm like hungry and i'm like super super lazy just blend it up and it'll fill me like okay. i just use it as a meal replacement like that and like i have it so i'll just like use it because yeah. i have it and it's quick to use as well like it's quick mix and you're exactly good to go. exactly but like i'm not like oh i have to have my protein now after my workout like it's not that serious i think that's a big common myth that people just have because they think like oh my god i'm not gonna get muscle if i don't have protein i'm like guys yeah. just relax not even that it's like yo when a lot of people start working out it's like they go to the store and they buy like 45 supplements and like <laughs> 25 pairs of leggings i'm like dude just like when who does like 25 pairs of leggings no but who does though like new people to the oh, gym, oh like, yes, like yes, 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 like newbies and like I get it because you think like you don't know any better I guess like you're to see like all the people on Instagram and like all the like your friends are doing and like oh this is what you want to get it's like no why don't you for like figure out like what you like your like, workout figure your method around the gym yeah first. figure out your diet first before you start supplementing because that's why it's called a supplement yeah. you know what I mean so yeah do you supplement anywhere else do you take vitamins omegas no like I've I've Feel dabbled good. yeah fish oils I took for like a day I, I just forget to take them straight up. Like I buy them, I'll eat it for a few like for a week or so, and then I don't really like I don't really feel a different or impact. So yeah. I'm like I'm like screw it. I eat like if you eat healthy, you're good. Like I don't know if you heard like the blue zone. Have you heard of those? No. So like the blue zones are kind of like those places in the world <clears> where <throat> people live to 100 the most. Okay. So like there's is it like pockets of the world? Yeah. Oh okay. So like there's a place in Japan. There's a place in Italy. I think there's one in Greece. 
I think there's something in Colombia too or something like that. I think I know the one in Italy because my girlfriend's family has like people or family that yeah. are like 100 plus. I think it's called the Centroniums or something. That's the name of them. Anyway. Makes sense. So they live to 100, whatever. And like those people don't take any supplements. No. And they live in like... Wine. Like, yeah, no. They live in like the <laughs> randomest parts of like the world. And like they're considered the healthiest because obviously they're living the longest. And it's like, what do they do? And they do like research on all these different communities. A little bit they think is from genetics because they're small, small little communities and it's like obviously bloodlines are like mixing a little bit there but the majority of it they think is like one like community like they're super like interconnected Immersed. communities like yeah. social wise so that like helps with your like mental health and then there's like there are people who like they're small villages and like farmers and stuff like that yeah. so they're always on their hands and knees and like working and like just like like what's it called like low impact like everyday exercises which i think we don't do here at all and like their communities are like designed for you to walk around everywhere like if yeah. you live in like like toronto or like richmond hill whatever any suburb or whatever. yeah you gotta drive. Gotta, drive gotta drive you're not walking anywhere like stuff like that like you don't need to go to the gym you don't they don't take supplements they don't take anything like their everyday life is just a healthier lifestyle yeah and i think that's all you need and they, if you look at their diet also it's not meat heavy actually it's not no it's, it's not. heavily plant-based and like grain-based like and like which is ironic because a lot of north americans are like oh stay away from pasta stay away from rice and it's like yo all these hundred year old people are eating, eating pasta and having rice. rice yeah and their vegetables you know what i mean so there's interesting there's just a lot of myths out there to be honest yeah and i think what's different for their food though is they treat their food very differently so like if we're talking about monocultures and if you want to go eat a, a steak at like the keg or something like that yeah you know it was probably raised in a bad way Oh, yeah, for sure. Whereas if you get like a tomato from like Spain, apparently, like I haven't been to Spain, but like all I hear is like the food doesn't taste the same like it does in Europe. I'm like, yeah, because our food's grown and like we we manipulate our food like with our computer to make sure we can produce more. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Whereas the quality of food is more of a concern for those people yeah. in those in those villages, right? Yeah, for sure. But like also like sometimes like everyone says GMOs are bad. I'm sometimes think they're OK because like because of our growing environment like you physically cannot grow food in the of winter course. like you need to have some like modification just to have your vegetables and like you gotta like, take their l where you live like in those countries you can grow food outside in the hot yeah. and, like it's hot all the time like better growing environment here you can't really do that of course like if you want to grow yeah. a pineapple in canada like you're, yeah. you're stupid but you need accessibility to food right so sometimes it's okay but like <clears> i think sometimes we do go a little bit crazy with it yeah and yeah. i think that preaches just balance that's kind of like what you're about it sounds like yeah it sounds like you can find like a place to stretch it but there's another place we're gonna pull it back yeah for sure like and some people are either all in or not yeah right? which is like crazy to me like i feel like some when you come to like health and like fitness it's like everyone thinks there's a right and a wrong it's like no man it's a spectrum yeah it's a huge spectrum like there's like someone can like look at a food and be like it's so bad for you like look at chocolate like yo <laughs> everyone's like oh it's so bad for you it's so bad for you now it's like dark chocolates and now it's a super food yeah like what the fuck like make up your mind like it's a spectrum it is such yeah. a spectrum, but again, it's it's experimentation. It's having yeah. fun with your body. Just it's trying things out and seeing if it works or not. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if yeah. it does work, then it does. Exactly. That's exactly like my mindset. Yeah. Have you ever messed around with uh, fasting, by the way? Uh, no. Mm. Would it kill you? Honestly, Are you like the hangry person where you just like you have to eat? I, I wouldn't. Okay, so I wouldn't say I messed around with fasting like intentionally, but there's been days where I'm so busy and it's like eight hours have gone by or twelve hours. I'm like, yo, I forgot to eat today. <laughs> like I've had that happen. But, like, I've never, like, intentionally, like, done the whole, like, timing of my meal and stuff like that. Have you ever... So, let's say you didn't eat when you're at work all day. Yeah. Get to, like, 4 o'clock or whatever, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't eat anything at all. I just yeah. had, like, a whole bunch of water. Yeah. Do you notice a difference? Uh, No, I don't. I only notice, like, a difference in, like, my temperament when it comes to food or something if I feel hungry. 
So yeah. if I'm like feeling like I need to eat, then I like get edgy. But if I didn't eat and I didn't eat, like and if my body's not telling me I'm, I'm hungry, then I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I think we kind of touched on a lot of things already so far. Any questions? Uh, not really. I think I'm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Have you? I know you've seen some of the other previous episodes. Yeah. Um. Have you heard of kombucha? Uh, I've had it once actually. Okay. I've had it once. Uh, <laughs> I honestly. Are you afraid of this? No, I have honestly. I can't even remember if I liked it or not. Like it was like a while I, ago. A while ago, it was like maybe like two years ago. My brother got for free. He's like, "You want one?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Chugged it in. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Ready for part two? Okay. So I'm gonna try to see if I can set up. Oh, fuck! I'll just go with one camera. <laughs> I'll figure that shit out afterwards. Um. Do you remember what type you died? Your brother gave you? No, I just, he's just like, here it is. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Threw it back. All right. Oh, shit. Okay, so the way, obviously you've been seeing some of this, and the way this works yeah. is I introduce uh, kombucha to some of my guests. Okay. And I picked a flavor again just for you. Um, this is a new brand for me, but it's called uh, Brew Doctor. It's the Superberry. And I picked Superberry because uh, you're like a super athlete. You're obviously kind of super super intense but yeah. there's a reason for that so you need something heroic for yourself um and it's actually heroically tasty kombucha featuring a recipe of both sweet and tart berries fermented with oolong tea oh i like oolong do you mess around with oolong tea yeah. i'll take a look at that bottle of course man i'm chinese <laughs> i love oolong tea what do you know about kombucha if anything nothing are you worried about sugar by the way no i don't care this has a slightly higher content but that means it actually ferments a little bit better so it might be actually a good thing might be a good thing Let's do it. Does it scare you? I like how it says non-alcoholic. Is there alcoholic types? Yes. Oh. So if you let kombucha keep going, it becomes alcoholic. Oh, I might try that. <laughs> Have you ever uh, thought about making this? Do you know how it's made? I, have n I know negative information about kombucha. It's, I literally know the word. <laughs> it's really easy to do, actually. So uh, you can actually buy. It's called a SCOBY. It's like a basic, um, what do you want to call it? An active bacteria culture. Okay. So it's kind of like doing sourdough bread. Like the, the bacteria keeps alive. Okay. So it feeds off of tea and black and black tea typically and sugar, but this is using oolong tea. Okay. Um, there you go. Um, so after it ferments, it releases carbonation. You can flavor it however you want to. Um, there's typically sediment at the bottom of this jug, but I can't flip it over now because I pulled the cap off. But uh, if you flip it around, if you look at the bottom of it, there might be some sediment down there and the sediment's actually great for your gut health. There's a lot of enzymes, a lot of amino acids and it's all organic. So cheers. Cheers. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. COVID times. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Oh, it's kind of like a pop almost. Like it's kind of almost like a pop. Yeah. It's kind of almost like a pop. It's like a fruity pop. I like it. There's obviously different flavors. Like if you don't like the fruity, if you don't like the fruity. I need to taste the fruity. It kind of tastes like tart berries so maybe it's not like it's it's not supposed to be a super super berry but it's gonna be i like it you know why i like carbonated water a lot yeah, yeah so it's like a little bit of like flavor for me which is i'm used to now because I, I, I haven't drinking like pop in a long time unless i'm like mixing it with the chase or something it's <laughs> so, like i like it it's good it's really good honestly um this brand is new to me i've never had this one before uh, but it's just a good superfood. It's just something to keep your body like regulated, keep moving along, and uh, really good for your gut health. Really good for your gut health. Yeah, I like it. Have the rest if you'd like, for sure. Um, so part of this is obviously experiencing something new with kombucha, and yeah. um, just to like leave off with the podcast, uh, talk about like maybe three things that someone like in a beginner 
stage of like working out or like wanting to be an athlete like three things that someone could take home and just be like you know what i'm going to try to be better at this three things for a beginner three things one beginner or athlete because again you're uh you're in my opinion you're a big super athlete as well okay so one uh be patient like it's not a race it's like a journey yeah like it's not about who can lose the most weight first or like, yeah even. you know what i mean it's about who can be like the healthiest longest i think or like have like the healthiest lifestyle you touched about it earlier sustainability yeah i think that's important it's all about sustainability for me it's like who cares if you lost 30 pounds in like a month if you gain it back like, <laughs> it means nothing it means absolutely nothing well yeah. i feel bad for saying that because some people go through that yo-yo but anyways <laughs> like be ready for like the plateau because that plateau will hit like even if it does hit just keep going like don't stop because i feel like sometimes people hit like a plateau like they lose a lot and they're like yeah i love this and then they hit that like straight flat ground they're not. and they get somewhat more comfortable and they come yeah, back up a little bit exactly. and they're like oh fuck it i'm done with this like i can't yeah, go any further exactly and then like yeah like uh number three was number two be patient was the first one be patient yeah number two was go through the plateau oh okay okay once you get through the plateau like and you can like i feel like be patient to like get where you need to go and then once you hit that plateau just be again like just keep punch going. through it yeah you gotta keep going through it. like if you like you said like some people like hit that plateau and they're like oh you know like they kind of let up a little bit go back to their old lifestyle again it's all about sustainability yeah and then the third one is like keep learning like just because like what you thought was right about health and fitness like two years ago you like were die hard by it it's okay to say like oh i was wrong and like this is a, probably a better way yeah I feel like that happens a lot too it's like people are like oh this is the number one thing like this is the healthiest thing and they like don't want to like ever go away from it and like or like new studies come out where showing it's wrong like just be open to changes and stuff like that yeah it comes back to your number two point which is also like there's going to be a plateau when you start doing that one thing right yeah exactly so if you're for example only doing booty squats and you're only doing hip thrusts like at some point you're yeah, gonna hit that sure. plateau and be like you know what i need to challenge myself and push myself exactly um, yeah right for sure yeah cool uh and for a super athlete like yourself one uh one nice little recommendation and something that they need to work on so uh, those are three points for someone that's like beginning and maybe starting to work out and think about getting to the gym but like what would you say for someone that's an athlete out there gonna listen to this and want to try to push themselves more uh always show up like i feel like oh, yeah. you, like you can you have so many practices as an athlete and then sometimes you're just mentally not there and you're just going through the motions and like to actually become better at something you actually have to be mentally there to improve and like put the purpose in to improve like if you're going to a practice and you're just going through the motions you're not going to improve anything yeah everything has to be purposeful so if you're there for the purpose of improving and you're pushing yourself to improve you will improve i like it yeah. i like it just showing up sometimes because honestly it's a success right it's yeah. a victory yeah it's a victory uh, i like it so again thank you for coming to the podcast no problem uh i try to keep it like within realm i know we talked about like a previous one but we'll try to keep it in realm yeah um again thank you for coming to my podcast and uh, yeah, we'll get this episode out pretty soon. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Cool.